We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this. The first token of the Alonic Priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty, should we do so. We agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Good evening, brothers and sisters and non-binary listeners. Uh, welcome to the Fireside for Is This The Place podcast. I am your co-host, Bobby. With me, as always, is Kendra. Hey, Ken. Hi. And we have a very good guest. Amazing, lovely, good. Hello. She's an amazing guest. Uh, let's give it up for Mallory Gibson Franks. Hello, Mal. Welcome. Aloha, ladies. <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored and super excited. Dude, we're so excited to have you. First of all, you're my favorite photographer. Uh, we're going to get all the way into that because you're just a whole mood. You're my Tor- Torian sister. Yes. Yes. When I told, when I told Kendra you were a Taurus, she was like, oh, fuck. I was like, this is going to be great. Prepare yourself. I'm like, you get two of us today. She's like, fuck. Put so your red now- cape away, girl. Yeah, it's, it's okay. You're you're among lions. You're you're a lion among beasts. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so Mallory is from Richfield, right? Were you born in Richfield? You weren't born in Richfield. No. So I'm originally from Eugene, Oregon. I moved to Richfield just after I turned five. So I spent most of my life there. So what brought your family to Richfield? Well, if you know me and know my family, <laughs> McDonald's. Do. One word. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. McDonald's? They, yeah. were the, they were the proprietors of McDonald's. Yes. Wow. <laughs> um, Super fancy. Mick fancy, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a good business to be in or is there some evils there? You know, definitely definitely now things have changed, but back in the day I think it was pretty it was a pretty good thing. My dad got out of it um oh my gosh. Maybe like eighteen years ago now. So, oh really? Yeah, I thought, guess, yep, so I thought he, he still owned it for some reason. No, I, like, oh. <laughs> I know. Nope, not anymore. But yeah, it used to be a lot different than it was um, than it is now, like everything else. But yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, uh, was were they just like you can open a franchise in Richfield, or did your parents know people, or what's the story there? Uh, my dad knew who owned it before. I don't. I'm not sure who that was. But yeah, so mm-hmm. my dad purchased that um, after he had a store in Eugene where I was born. Um, and then a few years later, after moving to Richfield, he opened the Beaver store. Oh, so. In the Fillmore Beaver area, yeah. You know it. I know it. <laughs> Can you turn your mic up a touch, okay? okay testing. <laughs> um, testing. Turn it up like... Testing. Keep going. Keep going. Here. Here. Talk normal. Talk normal. Here. I'm talking normal. Okay, there. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, okay, so uh, were you guys raised Mormon then? No, have never been Mormon, not even for a moment. Can I, well, ask, I need you to explain. Brad Gibson Gibsons? Yes, that's brother. my brother. Yeah. Okay, hold on. You guys still talk? I'm going to get my yearbooks. And yeah, <laughs> we do still talk. <laughs> no, she's telling oh. us to still talk. I love it. <laughs> she's she's going to go grab her yearbook so she oh, can gotcha, look gotcha. at Brad. Gotcha, because gotcha. Brad is one of the cutest 
met alive, in my humble opinion. <laughs> He's amazing. I, I love that if people don't know me directly, they know me through my brother. I think that's fantastic. You love that? Because Zach hates that about our relationship. <laughs> oh, no. Really? <laughs> Yeah, that's he's probably fact. just jealous. He's jealous. Well, he's actually we're kind of. I mean, you know, you know, he and I are in a fight right now, and I'm like, it's ironic because he sent me. He hasn't talked to me for months, but he sent me an email a few days ago to tell me something along the lines of, I didn't read the whole email because it was full filled with Zach's ego. But like, I saw we're gonna know the same people. I saw that line, and I was like, oh, I'm done. So oh I think it's pretty God, ironic Zach. that we're interviewing one of his very good friends right now. Who I love you so much, Zach. Still. <laughs> No, I love him yes. too, but he's just being a shithead. Stop it. Oh my uh, God, but uh, yeah, that's how we know each other is between, between because of our siblings. Like, I know you because of Zach and Brad, like, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You're, like, you're two years younger than Zach, right? So you graduated mm-hmm. in 2002. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So I remember <laughs> my memory of you, my first real hardcore memory is when they were practicing in the garage and it was hot and there was dog shit in the garage so the garage stunk and you were painting <laughs> these green and purple squares on the wall with oh like my co- god covering your face and the boys were just like jamming and i'm just like what kind of like ghetto ass <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i had forgotten about that i well, love that you it was brought a, that up it was traumatic i bet <laughs> <laughs> to a point yes well, oh, I mean, man. everything at my house kind of was, right? I, I mean, honestly, yes, actually. <laughs> but I love <laughs> Well, go more into that. <laughs> did my mom like you or not? She was really good at pretending that she did. So She's, okay, well, that's mm. nice of her. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, being raised non-Mormon in Ridgefield. How was that? Um, let's see. Where to begin? So I grew up. You knew where I grew up. Okay. I can't. In McKiff, right? In McKiff. Yes. I'm fancy. She she owns McDonald's. She's fancy. She's got that fast food money. Of course, of course. So as as far as I know, we were the only non-LDS family in that entire area. Wow. So growing up there, um, not being invited to birthday parties that were clearly right next door or across the street or anything like that, being invited to go on horseback rides when they were like walking down our street or yeah, just seeing the things. Yeah, literally there's a horse in front of your house. <laughs> yeah, like just picture the saddest child with crying eyes staring out the window at like a fucking oh. pony that they can't go touch. That was that was growing up in Richfield, okay? <laughs> Until my older years when then I was just like, oh, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Who cares? They're yeah. lost, you know? Yeah, I mean, people weren't like directly rude to us that they just didn't, take that just, extra care exclu- you know like they were exclusive so they that's the thing about mormons yeah. they don't know how to be neighbors if they're if you're not a prospect for religion or if you're not Ooh. already in the religion they just they can't be neighborly without right motive. and that's, that's just it's just sad sad for everybody yeah but know? it puts societal pressure on you to like join right yeah thank god like, we were a strong-willed family <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've seen Brad at church a time or two over a girl. <laughs> oh, probably. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I seriously love that boy so hard. I love you both. You're both great. Um, but he and I were just homies in school, like, since the beginning. Like, we were just always, like, rebel rouser troublemakers would chuckle at 
other people's pain. Oh my god, <laughs> I love that so much. He's like Bart Simpson. Oh, 100%. Like, 100%. He, totally. 100%. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, he's not like, he's not like a, like, because that's, that, that's a really good example because Bart isn't a bully, but he can hang with the bullies, but he can also hang with the dorks. But like, he's mostly just gets, he just mostly gets entertainment out of like what's going on around him. And I feel like he and I would like stand against the wall and just watch people and make fun of people and stuff like and laugh. Like, not in like a malicious way, just like we were just having fun commentary. <laughs> so People we watching. The, yeah, we were the the old men in the opera booth thing. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. I love it. So I love him. He's 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 such good people. What happened? He um, is. He's living in Murray with his um, longtime girlfriend Brittany. She's amazing. They're so cool. They bought a house a couple of years ago, chilling, working. They work for the for the for themselves. So oh, nice. living the life, so to speak. I should. Uh, I I live in Cottonwood. I should go. Knock on his door. Oh my god, yeah. Please. Be like, hey, bridal thought. I'll go, I'll airdrop you his number. Link up for sure. Yeah. I mean, when I had like a regular uh, Instagram and Facebook, we were friends and stuff, but um, now that I'm just art, I, you know me, I stray, I stray. Yeah. I'm not even sure he's on there. I'm not sure he's on there anymore. He went like mildly deep into conspiracy theories. Just a little, you you know. He's still got a good head on his shoulders, but he's, our siblings go like, I was born first and I'm into it. And then my sister is at the tail end and she's like very academic type A. And then Brad's right in the middle. Super, super smart, has his shit together, but deep dove into some crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> so we all but balance each other out. he's not opposed to psychedelics is what you're saying. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> None of us. We even got my mom on that train last year. Oh, <laughs> Finally. Nice. Wow. Nice, right? Well, she I lives know. in Oregon, so she should, right? Well, she she's in Vegas now, but yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's when, we, when we met up and went to the $100 buffet, you were <laughs> right. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Like, we need honestly, a redo. does check out here, then. What? Because of the Tauruses? <laughs> no. The mom from Eugene going to Vegas psychedelics oh and you're also an oldest sister i am oldest with a middle brother that's middle brother baby sister sister. yeah Yeah. well i guess so there (laughs) so there there's our connection yeah you you guys have the same birth whatever franchise and i we have the same (laughs) zodiac franchise (laughs) (laughs) yes wait bobby what's your rising sign uh she has to check I'm a Taurus and a and a and a Cancer, I think. Hold Taurus, on. Taurus. I'm t- I'm Taurus twice. Hold on. Do you have coast? Oh, you are. Now? I do. Yeah. I'm Taurus, Gemini, Scorpio. I'm Taurus, Gemini, Taurus. I think. Hold on. Oh. Let me add you by our username so I could link up with you. Okay. Cool. How do I tell? Cool. <laughs> oh, chart. Hold on. What's your username now? Oh. What's your username? Wait, I'm a oh Taurus. God, I'm to find it. And then it's t- with the moon. What's the moon? Isn't your moon Gemini like mine? No, my moon's Taurus. And my rising is Virgo. Oh, Virgo. That's the worst. Whatever, I love Virgos. Oh my god, it's making me sign in and shit. (laughs) (laughs) We made you download Chrome. We made made you get a microphone. (laughs) When it comes to technology, I'm like 79 years old. I have no idea. Same, 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 same. For real. I'm like, uh... Don't change it too much, but like I remember as a kid, like, or even as an as the age I am right now, like, because my grandparents have a trucking company, as you know, and um, 
I had to go get all the truckers new cell phones once and they were flip phones. They weren't even that hard to understand. And I like <laughs> sat them all down and walked them through it and none of them listened to me. And like for like a month I was getting calls. How do I check my voicemail? How do I this? How do I that? And I like, I sat you all down individually. <laughs> but <laughs> So frustrating. <laughs> now I'm, now I am that trucker with a beard, you know? Oh my Love God. <laughs> so can we discuss uh, your style? You're a photographer. You're in Hawaii. Um, and you have the moodiest shit I've ever seen in my life. And it speaks directly to my soul. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank give you us for your, that. Give us your plugs <laughs> real quick so people can go check you out while they're listening to you speak. My plugs. It's kind On of hard Insta. to understand. I know my name is like the hardest to spell audibly. Mallory Franks photography.com. Franks has a CKS. Um, on Instagram, I'm Malf, M-A-L-F, underscore, photog. Um, yeah, you can find you me on there. Check my stuff out. What is the, what was the decision to go, like, about mood? Because, like, there, you're, you have a look. Like, every, and I like when you, like, photographers are like musicians, where you can, like, look at a picture and be like, oh, that's Mal. Or um, the in-frames chick, you can tell that's her and stuff like that. Um what was what made you decide to have that kind of signature is that just like the 90s child coming out in you or what oh absolutely it actually it wasn't even a decision I guess it was an internal decision that I didn't even have to think about it just is automatically how I started doing my art and I've had little inklings here and there just in my brain not in my heart to change things up just to keep things fresh but I always come back to my original way of doing things and I think that's just who I am so. do you think as Moody. an artist because I, I do the same thing too when I like because I'm like oh all I do is paint the moon I should switch it up and then when I switch it up I'm like well that's not right exactly <laughs> exactly like I'm like how about I paint a million pictures of the moon before between now and when I die and then you know that's that you could look I at a picture of moon it. and think of me why not why not that's beautiful <laughs> i love that yeah it's fun to try to change but it's okay if you can't <laughs> i mean i can't I, just don't, I feel like i don't enjoy it as much as if it's like i'm doing this because i'm you know like it's like when you get outside yourself in art when you're like thinking about how to please others instead of what's making you happy that's like the purest form of art is when what you're doing is bringing you peace or happiness or whatever and you can be like by the way here it is even if it's a disgusting mess like mine are half the time <laughs> i i feel that that's why i get so offended i shouldn't but i do when people ask me they inquire and they're like well can we do will you change your style up and do like bright and airy and light it's and like, i'm just no. like i'm sorry this is unprofessional but fuck off no i cannot uh, yeah <laughs> it needs to uh, we're all Don't artists here it, yeah it needs to be less less professional like not professional to tell people to fuck off like, it needs to be more, like, the customer is not always right. The customer can go fuck themselves. Nine times out of ten. I mean, we <sighs> love the customer, but look at what I'm offering you mm-hmm. and then decide to come here. Right. That is offensive. Right. Is, it, is it people you know or people just randoms? Just random. Yeah. I work mainly with um, tourists, actually, with visitors yeah. um, during normal times. But since pandemic times I actually started working with a lot more local families and local people just kind of shifted so it's been enjoyable it's been kind of cool to see that shift and have people know that they can come to me and I'm not just catering to the visitors because it seemed like maybe it felt that way for a while right and I feel like in tourism because I mean obviously 
I grew up in Bryce, so I know. I mean, it's not as concentrated as Hawaii, obviously, but um, there is that niceness in knowing that the locals come first and then, like, obviously the tourists are your bread and butter and stuff, but it's like, this is our home together. Yeah, you know, honestly, honestly, it's kind of not like that out here. Like, the, the community, the community is that way, but as far as, like, our leaders and things like that, tourists get everything first man like it's yeah. pretty wild yeah, yeah we have bullshit. a housing just to touch on our housing crisis out here mm-hmm. i live on a on a street it's a dead-end street there's six houses on the street four of those houses are airbnbs i yep. think that just should so. be illegal in the state honestly i feel i feel like that's so predatory there has to be there has to be some sort of percentage i think airbnbs are fine but i same thing in bryce canyon like you can't find a rental because everyone just turns their grand. You know, you used to be able to rent someone's dead grandma's house, you know, but now it's an yeah. Airbnb, and um, there should, there needs to be and like even the hotels and stuff are suffering. But it's like step up your game, I guess. But um, there needs to be some sort of percentage thing where like only a percentage of the houses can be owned by Airbnb or Airbnbs, and also corporations should not be able to buy houses. That's I agree. So scary. Also, that is so scary. Totally. Also, do you feel like um, you're witnessing, uh, so I've been on TikTok, you know, I don't know if you've known, but um, <laughs> I've been watching these um, Native Hawaiians be promised housing, and then they die on the waiting list for this housing that they are legally entitled to. So are you watching this happen in real life? Do you have people that you know personally that are going through this? Yeah, so our island is so small. So um everything's kind of seen firsthand or heard through coconut wireless. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, Kanaka, those are like ancient Hawaiian people, you know, Hawaiian mm-hmm. people. They are always last. I mean, if they're even on the list at all wow. for anything. So there's communities of houseless people all over the island. And it's just a really really heartbreaking thing to see. I'm actually in the middle of writing a book, which I'm at the very beginning of it. I've only been writing since the beginning of the pandemic, but writing a book on reasons why not to move to Hawaii. And this is very Mm -hmm. near and dear to my heart. Lessons that I have learned Mm -hmm. um, in doing so, things that I did not know before I moved back here. So I don't know if you guys know, I think Bobby knows. I spent a lot of time on Maui as a child. We owned a home there. So all of my summers for 10 years were spent living on Maui. So that's why I wanted to come back here. But um, knowing the things that I know now, I am such an advocate for for my island and for the Hawaiian islands and the Hawaiian people. So this book is going to talk about, yeah, you came, to, you came here and you loved it and you want to live here. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. But these are the reasons why you should not. Mm-hmm. So, and in that process, like, this I'm not going to live here staring, forever. staring like... But, should I not move there for a couple months? Then? No. <laughs> no, I think I think everybody also deserves a taste of what it is to be here. But if you're going to come here, you need to be more on like the giving spectrum than the taking spectrum. So come here and have something to offer. Don't come and take from people, you know, well, like come my, help and assist my, and volunteer. My thing was, I was just going to like, not try to like, I was going to try to like, let go of some of my ways and just kind of dig dig island life for a few months you know yeah it would be good it would be good slow down like so what what is something i should do when i'm out there to um help 
the people? What, what's, what's something you do to like volunteer and stuff? And also that's way cool. You're writing a book. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, when I, and when I say moving here, like you and I have had these conversations yeah. here and there a little bit about plans, but, um, by that, I mean, don't come here and buy up a home that somebody else could rent out or don't bring your, don't ship your car over here. My God, the traffic here for this time, our Island is 35 by 25 miles. It's tiny. And the road doesn't go all the way around the island. There's the Nepali coast. And so when everybody, I mean, there's just a string of cars that go around the island all day, every day. And people keep shipping in cars and rental cars. So things like that is basically so, what I'm it, talking about. A Hawaiian told me to, because I, I work with Hawaiian. She's like, just ship your car over, girl. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, no. Why right? would I do that? Yeah. Like, and first yes, of all, guilty no. over here. No, but like you live there. Like I'm not gonna go live there for their like for uh, even uh, for the foreseeable future. I'm just gonna go like take some time and live there for a minute. But like, um, yeah, I was just like, no. I mean, I know that it's a small island. I would rather just like walk. Whatever. Thirty five miles is not that long. <laughs> like right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got I me. I mean, everything's walkable for the most yeah, part where I yeah. live, anyways. And yeah. you look kind of like in a rural area, right? I do. Yeah. In a good spot. It's a pretty cool spot. I like it. Yeah, it seems it seems beautiful. You have like the jungle in your backyard, right? Um, jungle in my front yard. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's the bug situation like there? <laughs> Asking the well, <laughs> I know, right? The mosquitoes are can be pretty gnarly. They're not mm-hmm. too bad right now because it's supposed to be rainy season, and thanks to global warming, it has oh, not right. been raining. So. Right. Yeah. Got some big spiders, <laughs> some giant centipedes, but you'll be all right. Um, Dusty, you know Dusty. He was kind of yeah. like your, he was through your uh, through the block neighbor, right? Yeah, right across the street, actually. Oh, across the street neighbor. That's yeah. right. Okay, I was thinking of Kyle. I was thinking of Kyle's house when I said it. Um, oh yeah. But uh, he 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 used to live there. Did you guys ever hang out when he lived there, or did you live there when he lived there? With Dusty. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dusty and I hung out like. He was the closer one to my age of all the Winkle boys. So my no, I mean, did you guys live in the in Hawaii together? Is what I'm asking. Oh no no no! He lived on Big Island. Yeah. So oh, he. Okay. I think our. I think our time crossed. A I little bit, but like, we never. Like two years, like like yeah. know, like not like a year maybe. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah yeah. Because he was always he would always be like, come out, come out, come live here. Because his job is like he's a lineman, you know. So he was getting like $130,000 a year plus. They paid his rent. They gave him like eighty-five dollars per diem, like Damn. all this shit. I, and they paid for a cell phone. I was like, "You lucky bitch." He's like, Just "That's come amazing." With me. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the hookup. <laughs> I know, but I was like, I was like, no. I'm like, we fight too much because we really do. He and I brawl. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he I got, need to hear more about this later. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, no. We he uh he got bit by a centipede and he's like my whole fan is oh up. god I was like yeah, oh, i'm not that's coming not a joke man <laughs> no he and i fight but you guys hung out then huh i mean for the most but we go in between yeah it's been a while since i've talked to him i haven't talked to him since he got married actually he, here's how he told me he got married you ready yes he calls me because he and i he and i just like talk on the phone like two or three times a year like we have like an hour-long conversation two or three times a year and uh he called me and uh, I was driving to work and he's like oh hold on a second my wife is on the other line and he he's like let me call you back and I was like all right and then he hung up and I was like what the fuck did he just say <laughs> oh my god and when he called me back I'm like your wife oh. huh Stella because I call him Stella and he's like 
Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. I'm like, you're such a jackass. You are. Oh like, my god. Such a jackass. <laughs> Just like, casually drops together. that in there. Yeah. yeah. And it's so weird because every time um, I've gone to like meet her in Richfield, she's always just like in the bath or something. I'm like, is this, this woman actually exist? Oh my <laughs> Wouldn't god! Wouldn't it be funny if it was like an imaginary wife? Wouldn't that be hilarious if like Dusty like totally went off that deep end? Oh no! <laughs> I was like, is no. she whole and alive in the tub, or is she cut up back there? <laughs> it's like Dan and the real girl, Stella and oh, the real girl. <laughs> yes! Oh my god! <laughs> No, but he and I, he and I brawl pretty hard uh, because he's super conservative and he gets really touchy about his upbringing because he's like, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. He told me that once and I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, first of all, because yes, you did. (laughs) Right? Right. Interesting. But, um, uh, no, but like, I think his dad was hard on him. You know, he didn't go on a mission. I, did he go on a mission? I think he went on a mission. I don't remember. He's, he's th- old. Yeah, he he's like he's quite a bit older than me. I'm pretty sure. He's ten I years like... older than me. Okay, so he's like eight. Wait, am I two years older than you? No, you're four years older than me. Oh damn! <laughs> I just aged. I just visibly aged. <laughs> well, every time I tell people I'm 33, they're like, "No, you're not." They're like 26 tops, and I'm like, "Are you shitting me?" <laughs> Like, get Amazing. the fuck out of my face. <laughs> get out of here. Get and I know you look fan. younger than me, so don't worry about it. It's all about looks, Oh, my right? God. It, it is. It, it <laughs> indeed is. That's all that matters. <laughs> with your eyes first. Um, but, yeah, he and, I, he and I get into it just because over just, like, politics and stuff. And we never, like, we, like, yell at each other, but it's always just, like, listen, I love you. That's why I'm worked up sort of thing. And I'm just like, you know, we, we, we get, we, we brawl, but... He's a good boy. I uh, we actually became friends because uh, after Cade died, which I was grateful for because I love Cade. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was tough times for sure. It's really yeah, sad. Sure. I think he died on Kendra's birthday, but she's oh, wow. muted because she's tending to her children, so her child. So. <laughs> um, oh. so how old are your kids? Do you want to talk about your kids a little bit? Sure. Yeah. So my son is he turned fourteen in December. That's so crazy. Draven's 14, too. Oh, my gosh. I know. Oh, it's so wild. I know. I'm like, what the hell? It's wild. I know. I just registered him for high school. Well, right. And I live with with Lisa, and her kids, her oldest is 14, too. And I'm like, what's with all these fucking 14-year-olds? Jake's kid is eight. Ugh. What? Yeah. He's got an eight-year-old and a two-year-old. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Now, my daughter will be 11 in a couple weeks. So we just registered her for middle school. So I I remember high school and middle school like they were yesterday. No joke. Yeah, same, 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 same. I think it's that way so that I can relate to them and like, (sighs) you know, be their friend. Well, honestly, it's hard. It's very hard. And like, I'm trying to be that for like Lisa's kids too. And like even Draven, Draven and I text, but um, like teenagers are so insane. (laughs) They really are. Thankfully, like. Colin, my son, is such a good boy. He's super, super smart. He's really good at school. He expects a lot of himself, whereas I'm more like, you know, just whatever you're doing in life, do your very best. That's yeah. my, that's what I tell my children. So I'm like, if something's hard at school, like I suck at math. Okay. If they said, I am going to chop your head off right now. If you can't do this math, I'd be like, just do it then. Don't even put the math <laughs> in front of me. I don't even want to look at it. Okay. <laughs> just do it. You're like, cool, let's um, so, get this over with then. Huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 
my god. Swift make it swift. Vaseline on my neck will that make it easier? <laughs> <laughs> For fucking real. Yeah, so he's a good boy. He's into video games, doesn't care about girls or boys or anything like that right now, so... You got about feel six very blessed. Of that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> if you could just text me a countdown as well. So. Oh yeah, no, that'd be great. So impending doom could really. Yeah. There you Lisa, go. Lisa, Lisa, and her kid were brawling on Monday, like a few days ago, and uh, I walked up. She texts me. She's like, "Hey, if you leave, uh, the the house is al- like armed. So put the code in before you leave, so the oh. alarm doesn't go off." And I was oh. like, "Uh, why?" She's like, "Oh, we got into it hard." Like she's like, "I don't know." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." And then the next day, I walk up and I'm like, "What the fuck happened last night?" She's like, "Apparently nothing. He's fine today, but I thought we were like in trouble last night." But oh, he just no. says, he's totally forgotten about it. He went to bed. He worked it out. And she started doing like these hand gestures, you know, you know, uh, Alicia Arcee, right? You remember my mom's friend, Allie? Oh yeah. 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 So oh, she talk- okay. She was talking to me about how annoying, the t- like how crazy, not annoying. She loves her children, but how crazy the kids are. And she looked exactly like her mother. Mm. And I'm like, Lisa, I swear to God, your mom has spoken these words to us because we were acting this way. <laughs> She's like, no, we were better. And I'm like, I don't think we were, dude. <laughs> I don't think we were. We weren't. We totally weren't. We no, want to think that we no. were. No, 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 no. no, no. So I remember I remember one time my mom was out of town, so I was staying at Lisa's. And then I was like, let's go for a night bike ride to my house two blocks away. Jake has all of his friends are having the biggest bonfire. You can see it from a block away. They're ju- they like they're they're jumping from the trampoline to the top of the garage. I'm sure you've seen them do that. And they're he's having like a full blown rager while my mom's gone. And I'm like, well, I'm not this bad, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> By comparison. <laughs> yeah, Jake, Jake always Jake always took the cake. Thank God, bless his heart. Oh. <laughs> I think is so interesting about kids is that they are hard, and mm-hmm. because they are their own human beings, and like watching the mirror of yourself like just stare you in the face and do exactly what you would have done when you were that age is such a flashback but also like in a way unraveling them and like unwrapping who they really are is so rewarding so it's hard but also like every stage is cool what do you think I agree. I do agree. It can be difficult. Like Colin and I actually almost went to blows the other day because he like stepped <laughs> to me about mm-hmm. he, he wanted me to do something. And I he kept asking and asking. And my answer was like, you know, eventually, but not right now. So that's my answer. And if you keep mm-hmm. coming to me, like it, I'm going to say no. And he like l- physically stepped to me. He's as tall as me now. He looks me right yeah. in my eye. I'm five <laughs> two. That says nothing. <laughs> But right in my face, and I'm like, are you sure? Are you fucking sure right now? And he, like, stepped back, and I'm like, yeah, testing. Okay, all right, little Capricorn. We'll see how far that gets you. Oh, Capricorn, dude, serious? That's brutal. Yeah. I was in love with a Capricorn once, and it was the hardest two years of my life. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I like... So, so man, so having children is like managing a restaurant because I remember being like asking my staff all the time, you sure you want to start over? Like, do you, do you want to start over? Like, this is your chance. We can start again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh you have one redo, one do over. <laughs> yeah. Like you sure? Like how you're like, you sure? I'm like, oh my God, we're the same person. I know so for a fact funny. I could never be a mom. And I, here's how I, here's where I learned it. Okay. I was, you know, being raised in Utah, you're supposed to want to be a mom. But, like, I remember watching the others, um, 
and spoiler alert guys if you haven't seen it it's been 20 years so uh (laughs) (laughs) the fact that she didn't throw her child out the window when she's possessed right guy was like why would you like i know she like attacks her but i'm like why don't you just physically pick her up and throw her off the balcony and then when at the end when they're like you find out she killed her kids i was like oh that makes sense it was the war the war was a war on (laughs) i think it's probably good that i'm not a mother (laughs) i love that you recognize that in yourself actually (laughs) that's great instead of just doing it I had to do a lot of research because, you know, you know, my mom, you know who my mom is and how she rolls. But I was like, I don't know if I should do this. (laughs) And then all through childhood, I was like, I don't know if I should do it. And then um, I went to be a nanny and I was like, okay, no, it's a no for me, dog. (laughs) Oh, my God. See, and I, okay, same boat as you in the beginning. I grew up knowing in my heart of hearts that I did not want to be married and I did not want to have children. And then I met my ex and he, he grew up very, very Mormon. He didn't go on a mission or anything like that. We can touch on that if you'd like. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just like, I fell into it. And his family was very pressuring in a, in a kind way. I'm using air quotes right now around the word kind. I feel like Um, that's worse though, right? Yeah. No, totally, totally. So without speaking to whom my children are now, Mm -hmm. Colin and Evan, I really wish I would have thought about it more because it totally changed my life path. No regrets, just wondering mm-hmm. had I stuck to that feeling that I knew that wasn't for me, where my life would be right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So props Definitely to people who know that they don't want it and don't do it. <laughs> well, I think you would have uh, probably had like the beach Leonardo DiCaprio scenario at some point and probably would have died uh, on some deserted beach with a bunch of white people in Thailand. <laughs> Well, I was loving what? all of that until you said a bunch of white people. Okay. I, know, I, know, <laughs> I loved I it all. <laughs> I was like, this sounds great. Wait. <laughs> Wait, but the whites? Uh, no, not the whites. No, not the whites. Anybody <laughs> but that. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I'm sorry. But you know the beach, right? I'm, I'm dropping some I, 90s oh, references here. That's like one of my favorite movies, if I'm being honest. See, I, I love that movie. Somehow I knew that. How did I know that? I don't think we've ever discussed know. the beach before. Because it's so I, macabre like, and crazy. I love it's it. It's so mal. Yeah, it's like it's got like some very Mallory vibes to it. I like it. I, I fucking love that. I love you. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> Thank you. Like, yeah, like, for real. I feel like I have th- that movie has reminded me of you since the first time I saw it. That's so wild. Now that I'm thinking about it. Amazing. Amazing. Before Leo got hot, though, I don't think he was hot back then. He was too like skinny. He was like he was like on the precipice of being he was hot. Almost there. He was almost there. Yeah, but like not quite. I need me. I need me a little thicker Leo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, totally. Then he filled out. And you're like, all right, all right. I see you, Leo. Sorry, we just had an ADHD moment. Uh, let's go back to your. <laughs> we did. We totally to a, did. To a Mormon boy. I feel because he said he didn't go on a mission, but like, I feel like there's stuff deep rooted in me. And you know, like I, you know, my family, like there's so many excuses not to have it deep rooted in me because we're all like rebel rousers and stuff. But still, even like when I'm having sex, when I'm drinking, when I'm whatever, I think about, I have the guilt, a deep seated guilt in me about that was planted there with Mormonism. So did your husband, your ex have that as well? Yeah, most definitely. So he was the youngest of nine children. Fuck. Um, Typical. I mean, his oldest oldest sibling passed away many years ago, but he would have been in his 60s now. So, yeah, the span span of age range was wide. What is it like being married to somebody raised by the silent generation? You know, um... 
That's I before the I GI truly... generation, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he was actually military too. So, um, his brother. But yeah, um, when I first died? so it was yeah. So from Desert some Storm. sort of like n- no, some sort of chemical poisoning from mm-hmm. some sort of war, like maybe oh, biological like the fire, warfare. The fire pits. So. The fire pits they're talking about right now, like the burn pits. I'm not sure. A lot of maybe people are so. getting cancer from him in Afghanistan. Did he go to Afghanistan? No, he was. You know what? I'm not sure the details on that. He passed away yeah, okay. before I ever met McLean. So, but I, all I know is that it was like chemical, biological, something. So, so yeah. Um, when I so I was I was with my ex for almost 18 years, actually. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I know. We were married for 16. So Wait, you together guys for met like when 17. You, were, you met when you were 19, 20. Yeah. So I almost wow. spent half my life with him. Yeah. Just so a few brazen. years shy of such. Yeah. So, um, it, at first his family was a lot more, more of his family was in the church than weren't in the church. And so <clears throat> they tried to get me to go, mm-hmm. all those fun things, very non-pressury, but I could tell that that's, you know, that's what the they motor. wanted. That's what they're yeah. looking for. But by the time McLean came around, um, like was born, she had, you know, like if you don't want to be in the church anymore, like around this age like you have the choice to not come anymore so the moment that happened for him he left because wow. it wasn't really was that? because that's pretty progressive for the time yeah that is They're like four like 14 that's really progressive yeah i mean no, but she, she also Smith founded the religion well yeah but isn't right. that like what nine kids will do to you you're like look <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> like i don't give a shit anymore i'm exhausted <laughs> right. go to church or don't i don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah Oh my gosh! So he actually his family's from Manti and Ephraim, so like mm. deep, oh. like super temple, small yeah. town, right? Your <laughs> favorite temple, awesome. That's the, that's the temple I've actually I've never been, been, never even been outside of one before. No, I think it's my Kendra. It's your favorite temple, right? Yeah, unfortunately, still I have a favorite temple. Yeah, I do too, and it's Manti. That's okay. <laughs> I well, was just talking some... about mine and Kendra's, not the three of us. Gall Malgus, <laughs> you can't sit with us. <laughs> <laughs> gladly, I will gladly sit alone. <laughs> Yeah, so, oh. um, yeah, it was very, very interesting. So I came in, I'm tattooed, I'm heavily tattooed. I was, I'm more I heavily was tattooed now than I was. Your, but like, Eugene, Utah, Hawaii tattoo, so cute. Oh, thank you. Oh, Thanks she's stalking so you on social media. That's I like do it. I've, I've known your whole life now. I'm just caught up. <laughs> For reference, you guys, she has the voice of Mallory from Love is Blind Season 2 and the face, oh. so... And her name is Valerie. Very beautiful. That's so yeah. weird. I have not seen that. I need to check it out. Well, uh, creepy. I don't know if I you like do. It. I don't know if you need to check out Love <laughs> oh, is no. Blind now. I don't think you do. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> My Taurus sister. The face matches. It's all good. So, yeah. You're cute tattoos. It, it's me. Obsessed. No, I'm just kidding. No, Mallory Thank is definitely, you. like, adorable. We, you got a very cute face and personality Aww. and all the things. You're a very adorable Thanks. human being. And a I hot bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why, thank you. <laughs> uh, but so you're tatted up, and the the parents are like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, everybody is, you know, a little standoffish at first. You know, wondering, like, am I a murderer? Do I have these tattoos? Because I killed people, you know? Yeah. That's so natural progression of thought, yeah. Yeah, we had an incident where, I don't know if incident's the right word. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it that. 
one of his nephews. Yeah, let's let's call it that. He was like four, three or four at the time, and it was right when I had come into the family. And he just walked up to me one day, and he's like, "Why do you have all those tattoos? Like, you know, you're not gonna go to heaven, right?" And I was like, "Well, people talking shit." (laughs) A. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to hell. See you there, you little fucker." So. (laughs) So it's just like yes. So, yeah, just coming in into it, and, you know, in Richfield, I actually, I, I dated, if we can call it that, you know, like, 13, 14. Uh-huh. I had a couple boyfriends or whatever. Once uh-huh. I lost my virginity, I was like, okay, I'm done with this shit. I'm not going to mm-hmm. get stuck in Richfield. I'm not going to have a kid. I'm not going to mm-hmm, meet anybody right. that I'm going to stay mm-hmm. with. So I didn't date all through high school. I was mm-hmm. like, Same. nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Honestly, so, uh, why is it I will that not get stuck here. All of us are like... Let's just get the fuck out of here. No, thank you. I ha- I'll have crushes on you, but, like, we're not doing this. Yeah, exactly. You know what I think yeah. it is? I think we have a – we wanted to see more. We had the aerial complex. We wanted to go where the people are. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, we were that. like, let's go. Let's go, like – because I was like, I can't – I hated Utah when I was a kid. I thought it was ugly. Like, I was like, I fucking hate it here. I hate the people. I hate everything. And then I started smoking weed, and I'm like, hey, Utah, you pretty. But, <laughs> oh, uh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, I was like, I refuse, especially because I was frustrated with the people around us who had never been anywhere but ha- apparently had yes. all the re- all the answers. Yes, it's like, how the fuck? Yeah, how could you have all these answers and opinions? And then, again, like, the tattoo thing. Like, uh, Mallory, I'll say you're uh, – I mean, we're in the same generation, but I feel like there's older millennials and younger millennials, and I'm yeah. somewhere in the middle. But I feel like the older millennials really made tattoos more mainstream. Mm-hmm. And I've been loving, yeah. too, how, like, the tattooed people are usually the kind ones. It's the freaking lace curtain motherfuckers who are molesting kids and shit like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If I could clap any harder, I could. <laughs> I love it. So it's... So, like, thank you for being a pioneer on that, because once I started getting tattoos, like, I was so worried, because my grandpa was like... I showed my grandma and she's like you better show your grandpa and I was like 24 23 and I was like okay and he was like I actually like it because it's a tree and like now you're talking about like you know youngins and like my niece is like oh, she's like little and she touches my moon tattoo and she goes it's the moon it's the moon <laughs> like that's how she recognizes me Aww. is my moon tattoo uh, so Mallory just got kicked out wait is Mal here for us to okay is there Mal she is here? I see her yeah I can see her yep I'm here okay we're all together now okay here we okay. go sorry um it's easy for us to be like, nope, I'm just going to stop here and like wait until I get back out of this town. But I think it's interesting that Bobby felt that way right way before she even like left Sevier County, you know? Yeah, wait, d- totally. Didn't you feel that way too, Mal, though? Yeah, yeah. Didn't you feel that? You didn't feel that way, Kendra? You didn't feel that way like when you were living in Richfield, like I'm oh, getting no. out of this Immediately, town? Immediately, I was like, I've seen way better bullshit than this, so I'm Totally. I'm oh, but you're saying since I hadn't seen yeah, better shit? Yeah, I thought it was interesting that you were like, no, nah, I'm going to just wait until I can get out of here. Yeah, but I've always been a reader, you know? I'll, I'll read anything. That's true. Like, if I'm sitting next to a magazine, even when I was a kid, like, I remember reading Playboy for the articles legitimately when I was a child. Mm. So, like... I'm a reader. Like, I'm like, there's more out there than this. And thank God I'm a reader. And like so many people around us weren't readers, you know, Mm -hmm. we can see the, we can see the shortcomings of not picking up a book every once in a while. And I was like, I can't. And again, my mom is the example I'm going to use forever because she has some of the smartest children anyone will ever meet. And, um, we're just naturally smart, naturally, like we critical think, you know, and she, 
just relied on her looks growing up. She never got smart. She was just always the cute one. And then when she gained a couple pounds after having babies, she just totally had no personality. So it's like, I don't want to be like that. Oh my God. That's so sad. It is. Damn. But I mean, it kind of explains my mom a little bit, right? It does. It absolutely does. Like yeah. she is a lot of people. Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> no. Stay where True. they're from. And no, but that's the thing. My mom left. Like, she branched out, but while she was at home, she didn't learn to get by on more than her looks, on more than her last name, on more... And don't get me wrong, I use my looks and my last name as far as they will take you me. You really do. <laughs> of course, really but there's do. gotta be more. <laughs> but yeah, like, but it's also like, once I'm in the door with my looks and my last name, I can stay there, I can sit at the table and have a conversation with you. And that's really the point of life, isn't it? Totally. I agree it's not, very It's much. not just getting in, it's... Inter- being entertained while when holding you're in. your own yeah. yeah holding your own when you're in totally yeah so start and from just... when you were doing tattoos and yeah. getting and then you're in the mormon family now right oh yeah yep so um things happened really quickly with mclean and i so we met we got engaged a few months later um and then we got married a year later after that so Okay. And he's a great guy, regardless of anything that's gone on. I'm actually, we're in the process of divorce right now. I'm not even divorced yet. Yeah. So, yeah, um, made my way into the family because I'm fucking charming. Yeah, you are. And, <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Um, yeah, so just kind of seeing his parents served an adult mission together. Um, mm-hmm. Like, so when I got into the family, came into the family, they were doing a local adult mission at... Um, Snow College, like the, what is it called? Seminary? Is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like institute. institute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Institute. Yes, you got Institute's it. Institute's college, know. seminary's high school. Okay, cool. Yeah. Institute. So they did that for like, <laughs> I think, two two consecutive type of mission things. So they were very into that. Um, most of his um, sisters are he has one sister that was not mormon one that became mormon after everybody else left um and the reason most of his family actually left the church in the first place which this was not that long ago this was probably it started like around the time we moved here to hawaii so like seven mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. um where this is be- going. yeah well um, one of his nieces she came out of the closet as being gay and so mm-hmm. she was very loved by the family in a very Everybody adored her and loved her, and it kind of opened everybody's minds, which is beautiful and amazing. I, I wish yeah, it would have been that way happens. anyways. Yeah. But, yeah, so a lot of people were like, oh, my gosh, like, we know her, and we love her, and she's a good person, and she's gay. So, I mean, everything we that we've known. This. and yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. So that was really cool to see that, to see people learning something and then growing and changing from it in a good way. Yeah, and like so I thought that was great. Instead of like justifying it away or being like, well, I still believe these things, but I still love you, and like trying to find that, like, I don't know, razor's edge that I don't think really exists. So that's really cool that yeah. they acted on the, like, the promptings of their spirit, if you will, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, again, never pressured to go. Like, I went to some church gatherings, like, my. My bridal shower, which was thrown for me by his family, was at the church with the, what's, Relief Society. <laughs> so, in Ephraim, I knew no one there except for McLean's mom and his sisters. And so, it, very nice, but 
also like a little uncomfortable. Here I am again, heavily tattooed I've, and pierced. I've been to one of those before, and it's like, oh yeah. fuck! I feel like you feel bad for everyone there. Yeah, dude, I made out. I made out with four crockpots, man. Hell so yeah. worth it. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So the pressure, the pressure from McLean was never there. Like we never talked about church. It was just not a thing. He was very. He's more open-minded, I believe, than any of his other siblings. And so that never came into play in our relationship, which was fantastic. Even when we had kids, I thought maybe for a moment something in him might change. Yeah, and it never was, which is beautiful. Now that we're not together anymore, I know that he is. He lives with his sister that lives here, who is kind of the one that has trailed behind the longest in the religion sect they finally have gone to a different church i think they're like non-denominational maybe now but he's is attending church now i find that so interesting when someone leaves a cult just to join another one right i know jesus christ and speaking of cults so mclean's brother who's next older than him so i think he's two or three years older i don't know him well at all he actually is the leader of a mormon cult sect in Oregon. I will be talking Shut. to you shortly because I'm doing a whole fucking episode on mo- mo- oh my Mormon God. fractions. So, okay, uh, cool. I'm going to be cool. adding you on Facebook. We are going to be talking. <laughs> We're going to do this. Yes. I'm going to gather that's... some more intel. <laughs> that's nuts. So like, are we yeah. talking like polygamy or what? Um, not polygamy so much, but just very, very far-fetched, strange... Um, they have tons of, they just keep making children for their little army, I guess, is basically what's going on. But he's been, like, on the news and stuff. Like, he mm-hmm. was, and he just, I don't know, he's pretty wild. He's a wild is it kind of like, is it kind of like that one chick from Arizona who moved to the, into the, with the guy from Idaho? Is it kind of like his cult, but it was Mormon-based? Oh, yeah. Like, they yeah. end up, like, murdering her children or something like oh, that. Oh, God, I hope not. There's going to be a big old sacrifice. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, Interesting. I mean, fuck. At what point do you say maybe we don't do human sacrifices? Like this is it's twenty twenty two. Like at what point? <laughs> no, we've maybe been we doing don't. it this long. Does it work? If not, then let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why the world's where it's at. because we stopped doing human sacrifices. You know, it has nothing to do with big oil or <laughs> warming oh or anything God. like that. <laughs> right. Oy. So, what was the uh, conversation around you guys, you you and your husband, when? most of the family started leaving the church because of the November exclusion policy. Um, you know, actually by that time, we actually, you know, I'm very much a person that if something isn't serving me, I don't allow it into my orbit. And so I don't personally know too much about that just because it was something. And he definitely, he's even more so like that, but just doesn't give a fuck instead of just not allowing it into his, into his mind and his heart. So I, I know about it just very, very briefly. I'm not sure how his family felt about that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Very admirable because I mean, of course you weren't raised Mormon, but it's adjacent to you and you're just like, nope, that's not serving me. So it's not something that I'm going to be obsessing over or really digging into. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Totally off topic, because that's me. Bring it on. Are those birds I hear chirping? Most likely. I have been thinking the same thing. I'm like, this definitely feels Hawaii, because yeah, I'm yeah, there's... enjoying these native birds that aren't here. 
These are the good birds. Wait till the roosters show up. Like I get woke up at like 3.30 in the morning by an incredibly large flock of roosters that just... One of my homies said, because I was, I told him I was like, I'm gonna go to Hawaii for a few months, and he's like, uh, he's like, get, enjoy the roosters. And I'm like, I'm from the country. He's like, I'm from the country too, but cows. And I'm like, yeah, but have you never get, gotten woken up at five o'clock in the morning by a herd of cows? It's way more terrifying. <laughs> oh my god, that would be scary. Oh my god. They're all doing that, and it's like it's foggy out, and you're like, what's going on? You're all just and they're ovulated. like rustling in the grass. Oh my god, yeah, that's so crazy. I don't know, have you been? Have you been to my grandparents' house in Panguitch? I have before. not, no. Okay. I've always well, wanted to go, though. It's a trucking lot, and all around it is cows, farmland. So the house is, like, right, it's surrounded by cows. So, like, if you leave the open window open, it's even a crack in the morning, you're fucked. So it's just, oh, like, man. God. Yeah, I live in an open-air house, so I can't even close. Like, I have slatted windows, but we don't uh-huh. have AC because uh-huh. it's nice and breezy. So, yeah, whatever's outside, you're living with it. So these roosters, so I don't know if you know about that about Kauai. Um, after Hurricane Aniki in the early 90s, roosters and chickens are just, it's really our only animals. We have pigs and we have Is it a chickens and roosters. species though? The chickens? Yeah. They are not, no. So they are, they were brought over originally, like the ones, they're called moa, and they're actually kind of an interbreeding of all these special variants of chickens and roosters that were brought over by the Polynesians. Okay. And so they're they're beautiful, but I hate them. <laughs> I'm just gonna be real. I hate them. <laughs> oh um, God! I mean, roosters are. I mean, chickens are dickheads, straight up. They totally are. They straight are. up. Like, what? I mean, like, I don't. I, you're not a vegetarian. Are you a vegetarian? You're not a vegetarian, are you? Uh, no. I I was for a very long time. I am no longer. I eat chicken and fish. You hear yeah, that, also, chickens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Mel. That's exactly the attitude because it's like when people are like, I can't believe you eat chickens. I'm like, have you never met one? Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I would, if you, like, I like, meet one and then we'll have, and a sheep. Like, I don't like mutton, but sheep are dickheads. Oh, my God. There's never so had any. Oh, no. chosen, so watch your mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. Watch my, my your mouth. My other grandpa had sheep. He was, a, he had like a bunch of sheep and they would chase us down. Yeah, they're pretty. Oh <laughs> they're was he from nice. Wayne County? <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> okay, so that joke has been made That is the organically. most thing that you've said right, this entire right, thing. Right, right. You're welcome. <laughs> that's that's how you know that's where I'm from. <laughs> who, who the hell else made that joke? Was it you? Like it Someone me. else made a Wayne County joke, and I was, you're like, there are people, and I'm like, Wayne County! <laughs> oh, my God. It is such a ritual thing to make fun of Wayne County. But we were talking it about totally that, too. Is. Like There are people from Wayne County. Did you know that? I thought it was just. I didn't know there were people. No. Oh my god. I did too. Like the Garden of Eden, but like the opposite. Uh, The opposite. It's just run by two sheep. Oh my gosh. It is a brothel run by two sheep. In fact. Pay here, please. (laughs) Oh my god. The imagery, dude. The imagery. I'm loving it. Right. no, but there's also like this weird test town in in Wayne County, I think. That's um Did we just lose someone? No, I don't think it's so. just fuzzy. What the hell? It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna blame this all on you because you're on an island, Mallory, okay? I, I'm in the middle of the sea. It's true. A, it's me. It's true. That's, that's why we're having these difficult. But anyways, <laughs> um, there's like this government test town and uh, someone, I read this thing on Reddit 
that someone went, like drove in to get gas and like there was no one in the town and someone came to like greet him and offer him like help him and then he got like escorted out by the military because no one he they didn't even know how he got into the town whoa but, but like somewhere in around wayne county in the hills there is a, a like a, a test town for military my mind went straight to the hills have eyes first off <laughs> second like i'm super curious i'm booking my trip right now actually it's a road trip we're gonna do another fireside update we'll get back to you i'll go i love that honestly it's funny that you brought up the hills have eyes because when i watched that i was like okay this hits way too close to home wayne county only two counties over damn totally totally can't wait for the wayne county hate bell but can she write uh, we haven't received any so far, so. <laughs> well, we can just try harder to get that bell. I want, the I want cloven bell. hooves and the typewriters. It's just no good. The my <laughs> clickety-clack, clickety-clack. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, Mallory, can you tell us a little, bit about, a little bit about the 90s? A little bit about the 90s. You know, I can. I can. Um, I what would you like to, to know? <laughs> Dude, the Honestly, 90s were the best. And I feel like there's people from the... When people are from the 90s, like you and my sister are good examples. You have a 90s element to you forever. I love that. I am honored. Like, <laughs> like, you own Corduroy, don't you? Mm. You know I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I could have Corduroy bed sheets, I would. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think Could you, you imagine can. the sleep lines that would arise? Oh my! <laughs> they would just become well, permanent you... at some point. <laughs> and if you have restless leg syndrome, you're gonna fucking start a fire. <laughs> Damn, that's great. You have constant no. rashes on your knees. Carpet burn. <laughs> oh yeah, what are you doing, huh? You know, you know, you know. Wait, are you dating again now that you're uh, going? Th- Do you want to talk about that? Have you, I have mean, you sure, on Tinder yet? I have not actually. This this actually can be part of our 90s conversation because <laughs> okay. I have not even considered a dating app. It's so crazy mm, scary good to me. I am very much like an. Yeah, I'm very much an organic, no. meeting people organically kind of gal. So. I'm the yes. same way. Like, I've been on dating. I mean, you've seen the horror stories. I post everything. but uh. I love it so much. <laughs> I live for it, in fact. <laughs> oh, you're like, I wonder what kind of... I wonder if Bobby's got some whiskey in her today. <laughs> yep. If your story's not the first story, I go search for it, okay? <laughs> I have a feeling you're I the don't first care about story chronological in a lot of order. people's lineups. Because I'm like, oh, here it is. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You need to start just throwing yeah. your Venmo scan code on there so we can just start dropping cash for your I've stories. Venmoed her. Yep, I have. <laughs> she has Venmoed me. Um, people <laughs> have randomly Venmoed me, but like, I mean, maybe I should. Maybe I am. Yeah, I think you I should. Well, I do um, think so. But what was I? What were we talking? I lost my train of thought. You got me all like flustered because you went well, the compliments. Ooh. Dating apps. Is that how to work it? Yeah. Oh, dating apps. <laughs> yeah. That's your button. All right. Uh, <laughs> you found my G spot. Uh, dating apps are a shit show, and I can imagine they're only worse in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. This tiny island. Oh, my God. Everybody's already been had, first off. And second off, <laughs> <laughs> everybody's somebody's baby's mama or daddy. 
And then people that are visiting, you're just like, are you going to kidnap me and sell me to some, like, Saudi prince? I don't know. Yes. So. I mean, it might be a better life. You know what? That could be true. <laughs> I hadn't considered that aspect yet. <laughs> I mean, I, we just got over Trump's America. We're still surviving oh, that. Uh, good God. And I'm like, are we, though? <laughs> We're barely hanging on. It's health uh, surviving and not thriving. We're just yeah. surviving. Oh, amen. Oh. <laughs> Valerie, my boss yeah. told me the other day, what's the point of giving you a raise? They'll only tax you on it. That is absolutely insane. It really your he needs to be committed she he she whoever they. it's a it's a he uh and i um, figured I, I like my eyes got big and i just like was blinking and i was like are you for fucking real oh my god <laughs> damn it's like congrats dude you just made me speechless that never happened <laughs> that's the first time ever <laughs> wow right yeah and he he's white two- yeah <laughs> oh yes, fuck, and he's a boomer, and uh, he has two playlists, oh, yeah. which one's Italian and one's Trump 2020. Oh my and god! Fuck on the Trump 2021, there's way too many church songs. Interesting. See, I was trying like, to wrap my mind around what it would be. It's hmm. like, uh, right. what's I? I can't even think about the song. It's a church. There's like a lot, like Is several hymns. God bless the USA. That's not a church hymn, okay. <laughs> It's got God in it. It sounds like one. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I was texting one of my friends the other day, and he was drunk. And I'm like, what's up, man? What's going on? And he's like, I'm drunk. And then he sends me a YouTube, and it's uh, God bless the U.S. I'm trying to beat America. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, you jackass. <laughs> Amazing. The good, news is like, the good news is, like, if you're my friend, you're probably entertaining as well. So. <laughs> Love that. But anyways. Good uh, group of no, people. So, I'm not uh, I'm not super into the dating apps either because like I hate that I feel like maybe you can maybe it's the Taurus in us but like I don't like the I don't like that connect what the hell that's my child okay <laughs> I was like did someone <laughs> fall have you been hit <laughs> I thought there was a marching band honestly I was like what's happening is there a parade a, a one man marching band yeah for she's sure. love it um love but it. uh the I, do you feel like people just put on airs the whole time like it's it's all bullshit right and i hate that yeah absolutely and, put your fi- putting filters on your face which i too am guilty of that of course but like oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, that's the why i'm like freckles yeah oh god oh my god yeah so I feel like valerie so has just, freckles right you already you don't need that you already have pretty good freckles right i have i have some freckles i have a little yeah. bit of freckles my favorite is the face mask one let's be real <laughs> the face mask one yeah, that's going to be my profile photo. Yeah, no, I just enjoy, I, I'm i big on energy and, like, reading auras and things like that. So I want to meet you in person. I want to meet you by happenstance. Even being set up is kind of funky. So mm-hmm. yeah, I am I dating, I actually, yeah, I'm actually dating somebody that Ooh. I've known for a couple of years. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, very much just friends at first, never even, never even had the thought of anything else. But, yeah, so that's kind of blossomed and evolved through the absolutely horrendous bullshit I've been through since November so yeah what's the horrendous bullshit you've been through since November no man so yeah no it's cool I don't care I mean I don't think he'll ever hear this and if he does it's just the fucking truth so eat it (laughs) yeah so pandemic stuff hit here yeah it's just real it's real and I honestly I don't even through all of it like I really don't have anything bad to say about McLean Mm-hmm. shit happened and he's a good 
he's a good man. He's just not the man for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, so pandemic stuff hit, and out here on this tiny island, we were actually literally shut down. There were no flights coming in and out. We couldn't leave. People couldn't come. So we were wow. stuck. You know, barges weren't coming in, so we were running out of things. Like, it was pretty... It was a fairly intense time, but also very... It's, it's a time I'll never forget because we had the island to ourselves and there wasn't mm-hmm. traffic and we got to experience things that it will like never happen again. Life. Like, yeah. yeah. So not helicopters and planes above all the time. And so um, McLean lost his job. He worked for Hertz. Um, our Hertz shut down, obviously, because we had no tourism. Mm-hmm. It shut down all the way. It still isn't even here. Um, and that was very hard for him. He's a very, his dad was a farmer, so he's got the work ethic and he's very into supporting and taking care of his family. And that was and very hard on him. you're as good as, as the, day work, the day's work you put in, right? It, it, that's, that's the frame of mind. Yeah, I guess yep. so. I didn't, yep. that's something that I hadn't ever recognized because I'd never been around it. So it was something that I just, once I was in it and saw it, it was very detrimental to everybody. Yep. Um, that's how my family and, is. And it's like. Like if I, take a day, if I take a day off, my grandpa's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, taking a fucking day off, grandpa. That's yeah. what I'm doing today. Okay. I am life. so, yeah. exactly. I am very much and always have been a work or work to live kind of person, not a yeah. live to work. And my ex is the opposite of that because he didn't know any better. I think he's yeah. kind of opened up a little more now, but um, so he lost his job for seven months. We were out here. I say trapped, but I, I do mean that in the best way. I wouldn't have really had it any other way being away from it not having the sickness here was really fantastic so we um alcohol came into play quite a bit for him during that time um then he got yeah oh absolutely but he's pandemic was brutal yeah it really really was yeah and for somebody he has kind of an addictive personality and so it just it was the main focus and things kind of got out of hand and then he got another job and then that place shut down and so within a couple of months and it just was too much. So shit, shit went down. Um, How did your relationship that, play into this then? You know, um, just he's not communicative at all and never has been. I didn't very much like mistaking being a quiet, silent type for just being humble and kind when actually it was just, yeah, when actually it was just he doesn't care about anything so if i can if i can quote myself from earlier country boys fuck off <laughs> amen country oh my boys God. are like they're like uh, they're emotionally impaired it's very true it is and it's mm. sad to say that because he but is it, it sometimes could show it the, the uh scenarios and the culture well, that they were raised in right well yeah, yeah. we're raised in the same culture like if you're weak everyone's able to rise above their situation absolutely there and it takes whatever. effort absolutely so. the effort is the situation here because it's like mm-hmm. i understand pe- people are rough around the edges fuck i'm rough around the edges the point is is you're trying to not be you're trying right. to like bust the brass but a lot of these country boys are just like well that's just who i am that's just how i am and it's like yeah hey. and oh, there's man. a lot of toxic masculinity involved and probably some mama boy shit involved too and like you know, they go, they get knocked off this pedestal for being the golden boy if they change the flow of tradition. And right. It's too much for oh them. my it's god. Like too much, too much yeah. pressure for them or some shit. It's just like, dude, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, you've, it's crazy. Yeah. It's interesting to me that you've been such a vibrant person for the last hour and ten minutes that I've like even talked to you and like to describe that you've been with and kind of somebody that's just 
apathetic. I wanna I wanna venture and say because it's just been an hour that I've talked about. But um that doesn't seem like a match to me. Just for you, yeah. because you're like a sparkly person. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think just because we met at the time that we did and we were young and we fell in love quickly and mm-hmm. I am not I didn't think I was and I am not now, but very the memories and the amount of time and I really wanted to work on things for that reason. And I love I love McLean. I still love him now. I think he's got potential to be a really fantastic husband slash partner for somebody else. But it's not your problem he was, anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. He was raised by sisters and his mom, and then he moved in with his sisters, and then moved in with me. So he's always mm-hmm. I've always been the one doing everything and being in charge, which is mm-hmm. fine. That's who I am. But I didn't realize that I was doing it. For for him and that he couldn't do it, those things on his own. That's mm-hmm. different to me. It's like, I'm doing this for you because I love you, mm-hmm. but I want to know that if I don't do those things anymore, that you could still do it. And he couldn't and can't. Like you want to be so a partner, like, not a crutch, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm very communicative and open. And I mean, the, the person that I'm with now is this stark opposite. And I can't believe that I spent so long, sorry, McLean, <laughs> being sad just being sad in my heart and not and just thinking that that's the way that it was like oh, we got married and we had kids so we are going to stay together forever no matter what so what happened in November to me and our relationship and how I responded to that and what I did is somebody that I don't want to be and somebody that I don't want to be with sure. but it was that stark that situation and that huge push to be like, oh, fuck, this is the end. I'm not ever doing this again. That will never happen to me again. And so first time was the last time I will. Things got violent. Let's just put it that way. I had yeah. to get a restraining order. Um, it just was the end. So but it was the. I mean, you know, sometimes you need that huge contrast of what life is like. This is the life you're living. But look at what just happened to you and what you could have for it to be like, whoa, the memories are the memories and they'll always be there and I don't regret this time, but I'm not yeah. going to do it anymore. Well, and if you said something important, which is the first time was the last time. And I think, you know, domestic violence does happen, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but it's continuing the pattern uh, that causes the illness that like, it's like, I'm no, no, no. You're like, you're like, no, 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 I'm not doing this. And like shit happens, you know, but like, yeah, it's what it's how you react. And I also thought it was interesting. I think this is just commentary on women. Uh, in society in general, but especially in our in the Mormon community, where you're like, sorry, McLean, when you're just stating facts, you didn't say you you know, and it's just like it's so hard for men in our culture to hear the Criticism. things that they've done to us. Yes, yep. yes. that we're yes. apologizing to them for something they did to us, and I feel like I, I you know that's just an abu- that's abuser shit, and it's like whether I'm not saying that he's some malicious man. I don't think that's the case. I think things got away from, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he like, just snapped is I yes. guess the best. Yeah. But like I have been in relationships and I'm not saying like, like I'm talking about like, I'm not talking like love relationships, but I've been in relationships where the abuse continued, continued, continued. And that was their form of control. So the fact, and they, they were actually were malicious, but it's like, and you're like, I'm sorry to say like, I'm talking about my mom where I'm like, I'm sorry to talk about my mom and stuff. But it's like the fact that we apologize for people who, caused us pain for even discussing the trauma is just such commentary on our culture Mm -hmm. absolutely I did spend I mean it's only been since the November 20th is when all this stuff happened to me and so the last I've done so much work 
on myself and with my kids to find my way. But the man riding the wave of emotions and trying uh-huh. to remember to get a grasp on it and remember like it happened to me. I was a part of it and I accept my part and my role in that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to keep apologizing and thinking that it was my fault because it isn't. And I hate that that thought kept creeping into my mind that, yeah. you know, like I have if to apologize. I or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's abuse, yeah. right? I mean, like, and it sucks too because whether it's just, it's just like a reaction to trauma. It's PTSD, right? So you're like, do I need, am I doing something wrong? Like, and you're like shrinking a little bit. And it's just, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Right. And it's like, I don't think he wants to be that person I don't think you want to be that person like I think it's fine but that doesn't negate the fact that trauma did happen and you got to address that or else you're gonna completely change your DNA of who you are because yeah you're gonna you know fit to this weird mold absolutely and like I said I just want to reiterate and this is for me and for everyone else out there I have separated who McLean is from what happened and so we are We've come together to raise our kids and co-parent our kids to the best of our abilities. <laughs> but right. I don't have anything bad to say about him. But the well, story, I, so. I feel like the story needs to be shared because I want people, women to know, like, mm-hmm. you don't have to put up with that shit. And you don't have to give second chances. You really don't. People deserve second chances if you want to give it to them. If you yes. don't, fuck that. Seriously. Yes. I guess I don't need to go to a therapist this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, that is the truth. And I'm glad you're speaking that because, I mean, with this podcast, so many people have been like, I didn't realize this is what I was going through. And like, so many of us are going through similar situations mm-hmm. that I do. I mean, I just got to give you props for being like, yeah, shit to get hairy. And then we were like, okay, hey, we're not going to stay in this volatile situation. Like, props to both of you, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate that. How are and your the fact kids that- doing? <sighs> they're they're doing a lot better. So unfortunately, in the beginning, like they were witness, they were witness to everything that kind of went down around here. So we spent a lot of time <laughs> locked in our house and just staying home and talking to each other. Resources are very limited on this island. So like trying to find somebody to talk to, or mm-hmm. especially for children, a child therapist has been just very difficult so I've done a lot of reading we've done a lot of talking we've done activities where you know they're both old enough to where we can have meaningful and deep conversations about it and so that's been really good um it took them a while to want to give give their dad a chance and so they didn't see him for a couple of months they didn't want to wow so we finally started they go with him on the weekends and they've made amends on their on their own terms, which I thought was really big of McLean to even say that. So, yeah. yeah, So they're, I mean, to be honest, so I have the kids and I'm in the house and life is actually really fucking good. Like we all get along now and it's sad to see that the detriment to my emotional stability and my happiness was a person all along and the way that I felt about that person and the way he made me feel. So to have him not here anymore is sad, but I'm just sad in a different way now. I'm not yeah, sad no. because he's here, you know? No, that's, I, that's, I love that. And here comes the, here comes the fire department. <laughs> yep. That's here. 
I live off the main and only road on the whole island, so every siren rides right by my house. No, so I'm fun. glad that the island of Hawaii, or the, one of the islands in Hawaii have been on this podcast with us. I think it's been refreshing. I feel like I'm there. <laughs> we just need, like, we need a rooster and we need a gecko chirping now, and then we'll be... Maybe we can get some whale song if I run out to the oh beach really quick. I would die. I would die. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, I, I like... I just, I'm so proud of the way that millennials are divorcing. Yes. Can I just say that? Yes. Like, I, yeah. millennials are, and I feel like Gen X was pretty close. They're, they're sort of there. But millennials are so good at just being like, I'm not trying to fight with you in front of my kids. I'm not trying to do this. I'm not trying to do that. Like, they're their own person. I'm my own person. Mm-hmm. Because when, I, when my parents were going through divorce, I was my mom's, like, parrot. And I was pissed yeah. off at my dad for my mom's yeah. reasons. And... Yeah all this shit so the fact that you're like it hasn't been a year and you're like yeah you know they're healing and we talked it out and all this stuff it's like unheard of for our childhood you know that's so so true oh my god my parents had an ugly divorce which we weren't involved in like the legal part of anything thankfully which i hope my kids are not either um but yeah man things were not talked about i did go to therapy they made us go to therapy that's a whole other fucking Richfield therapy. That's like an oxymoron. Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna text you. I mean, we're gonna send a message right here. Yes. We, we want to know if you, we all went it? to the same, same therapist because he's okay. <laughs> Can you see that right there? It's in the, it's in the. Oh, okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god, that's so funny. Was it him? It is. I don't. No, it's not. I only knew her okay. first name. Oh, yeah. I, was, I went to her know for her? a minute too. Dude. I went no, to she's her fucking minute, nuts. Yeah. So, dude. little tidbit. My dad dated her. While I, like I, I was in therapy, that. and while my parents were still married, <gasps> so it basically Shame. like was a controlled so therapy unethical. session. I know, and she holy he, shit, she was his therapist, my therapist, and my mom's, and so information <gasps> that my mom gave to this person no. was also given to my dad. Fucking so it's a whole way. I know so we need unethical. to be like on Lifetime. That's what my family's <laughs> shit needs. There's to be a on. lot of Richfield <laughs> therapists that we need to like out i feel Can like. i tell you like she ate up every word my mom said she believed everything my mom said but and she like oh man made my mom believe that she was a victim she made my mom a million times worse at home oh no my god and, and i remember going to her and it took one session for her to be on not on my mom's side anymore i'm like you're insane i'm like you were causing problems like i went in and i like battled with her i was like uh-uh and I'm like, here's here's what you're missing. And then my mom stopped going to her. <laughs> Good. Damn. A little too late, though. Uh, my mom was crazy going to crazy, you know? Yeah. Yep. She didn't, she didn't need an excuse. <laughs> she wasn't seeing her. She wasn't seeing her when Zach was at the house. What was her excuse then? The church? Oh, She's always, she always has an excuse. Well, fuck that. Were you, you guys are Kelly? all fucking cool, though. Oh, Kelly no, Grimley? Yeah. No, Kelly. Kelly Winkle. Oh, Kelly Winkle. No, I wasn't friend. Actually, she didn't like me at all. Let's be real. <laughs> so how are, okay, so were you and Zach, did you and Dave date Harmon? No, nope. We were just all besties. How did you, how are you guys, how were you guys friends? Sorry, can't talk. With Dave? Just, no, just like school. Like, were you and Zach just homies because of school? Yeah, we just, yeah, we, I remember the first day that I was friends with him. So he actually was in a fight. He was. That sounds right. I can't remember who it was with for the life of me, but I like chased him outside. It must have been a. I can't remember what it was, but he looked bummed out and everybody ran after the other person. So I just was like automatically, I knew who he was through music and things like that. Wait, did he lose the fight? 
I don't think so. I don't think yeah, so. I was like, that doesn't no. sound right. <laughs> no, not at all. No, no. So I like went outside to talk to him and it just was natural for me to do that. And then we started talking and we became like super close. I don't remember if, I don't know if you remember how close we were, but we were oh, hanging yeah, out were like so every day. Yeah. We only made out once and that was a mistake, but I still <laughs> love him. I know. Right. I was like, I really, 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 I liked him for a long time. And then I was like, I don't think I like you like that. I want yeah. to. But yeah, I don't think it didn't work do. out yeah. for us. Yeah. No, and I he thought the same. And I think he had that, though, where everyone, like, and I have it, too, where everyone's like, you're such a good person, but I don't know. <laughs> like, I want you as a friend, which is fine, because Zach is, like, that type of person, too. Like, he's such a good guy, where he's just, like, you know, you're safe with him, and, you know, like, he's got, like, cool ideas, and he's very talented. Yeah, totally. It's like a little magnet, but it takes yeah. a special somebody for you yeah. guys, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, so then just uh, You are no, very it's, special. It's You're an acquired You're... taste, Alvin. I am. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's fucking true though. It's true, but like once you're in, like we're we're required we're an acquired taste, but we're also like people want us. We're uh It's so true. We're in demand. I know. We're in demand. It's very, very true. Not to suck my own. But that just means we have a wider you know what, it's all right. You do you and I'll do me. <laughs> We have a, just a wide variety. We have a buffet of people to choose from, so that's fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of removing a rib to suck yourself off, have you all seen the new Evan Rachel Wood <laughs> documentary on HBO about Marilyn Manson and his abuse? No. No. Here's what I found out. I don't, and here's what I re- learned. I don't like her as a person, but I was happy to hear her trauma. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, like, I don't like Marilyn Manson as a person either, but, like, I wasn't surprised to hear all this shit i believe her and like all the victims get together it's crazy but it's like i totally believe her i just don't particularly care for her as a person and i think that's that's actually been one of the issues that i've had with this with certain certain cases when you're like i don't really like that person but you're like that doesn't negate the fact that their story you know what i mean but um i also wonder why we haven't cast her to play kurt cobain yet because she looks exactly (laughs) fucking like him oh dude i feel that coming now same jaw and everything like the whole time i was watching this i was like her and kurt cobain are, is that kurt cobain like for real <laughs> and i, I feel That's like we're amazing. at a point in our uh, in our you know in our culture where she could definitely play kurt cobain yeah absolutely no, no yes issue. i love that yeah i also was uh watching a courtney love um an interview and she said trent Reznor's penis was small and i've been living with that pain quietly for <sighs> about two weeks now i want to share it that with you that sucks Honestly, man it makes sense that sucks chart wrestler having like a small a penis yep. <laughs> she Aww, has okay here's, here's the thing mallory maybe you can explain this to her because she doesn't like trent Reznor. she doesn't understand oh he's not my type Hi. I, like I gotta go <laughs> yeah, thank you mallory thank you <laughs> what i can have a specific flavor Anyways, can you but he's a white guy, him? and he looks like he roids out, and I'm like, that guy's got a little dick. Oh. He doesn't roid out. He's just short. Yeah. So he can acquire mass I like quicker. him. I like him, too. I like I him when still, he's, like, still would. When he's like extra dirty, I love him. Extra, like, yeah. yeah. My sister goes, I was talking about how much I was in love with him when I was a teenager, and she's like, I'm like, I would do so many things with him. She's like, what if he wanted to have sex with you, like, in a vat of pig's blood? I'm like, well, then... I would call a butcher and an, an OBGYN and we'd make it happen. <laughs> Let me make my OBGYN appointment real quick and then head on over. Oh my God. Amazing. Because I'm amazing. definitely getting a UTI or something. 
Did you know he too is a Taurus? I did know that. May 17th. Yep. Do there not ask go. Bobby if she knows anything about, about Trent Reznor. Because it is absolutely <laughs> true that she does. Like how fucking <laughs> every Every day, if I catch 517 the time, I'm like, oh, Trent. We, oh have a minute. we have a minute for Trent. Pour one out. Oh my god, I love it. Awesome. Yes, I am obsessed with him since I was like 11. And you know who, who's to blame for that? David Harmon. I was just going to say, it's Dave, Sir isn't David. it? Yeah, it's I knew. <laughs> yeah. Sir David. Do you ever Sir see David. him or hear from him anymore? No. The So him and Zach had a falling out over uh, Zach, uh, over some financial shit. Um, oh. I'm not going to say anymore. But anyways, um, they had That's kind okay. of a falling out. And uh, then I remember the last time I saw him, because I love Dave. Like, you know, like, was I, did I force myself upon you as a friendship or was I just there? And we became friends. <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> the question yeah. is, do you like Bobby for Bobby? <laughs> or do you like Bobby oh for Alvy? Oh. I'm having, a, I'm having an existential crisis. Right That's, now. She she is. Is. That's deep. She's, yeah. she's waited an hour 25 to ask this. Yeah, See, I never... Oh, God. And it's hard, to, it's hard to answer that question, right? And imagine being the baby in this family. <laughs> you know? You, yeah. question, you question a lot of your relationships because... How do I know you? Because of my brother. Maybe you're like you're like the Kylie Jenner. <laughs> so I'm gonna be the Kylie Jenner of the. Well, yeah, but I mean, she had to, she had to work for it all because she was like, is it because I'm a Kardashian or is it because I'm? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm actually talented. Yeah, yeah. And I have that problem mm-hmm. all the time. Like, I, that's it's like it's a you know. And then when Zach with our fight where he's just like, we know the same people. Quit talking to people I know. It's like, bitch, I'm at the music scene now. What? Yeah, oh my god, um, that's so dumb. He's just really embarrassed of me, and he always kind of has been. And I just, you, I'm like, there's no reason for that. You're fucking I agree, cool. I agree, I agree. But I told him, like, I mean, I didn't tell him. I, I, t- I said it on this podcast, and he listens to this podcast. Um, he doesn't talk to me, but he listens to the podcast. Uh, oh. <laughs> so I was just like, your friends aren't stupid. They can separate the two of us. Like, I don't think you. I don't think you look at my actions and think, oh, well, I'm putting this against Zach. You know? Right. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, so. I feel like with your with the group of people that are friends and in the circle, we are pretty like minded in that way. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I just I just always feel like a certain amount of shame when it comes to Zach. He's ashamed of me. Like he's he's embarrassed and ashamed. But anyways, him and Dave got into it. And the last time I saw Dave, it was Christmas time, and I was in Cedar, and um, I was like 22, so still obnoxious as fuck. And <laughs> he goes, uh, he was standing in the customer service line, and we're like, hey, what? Are you? I was with Ob, and I was like, we were like, Dave, what are you doing? And uh, he's like, I'm returning this Christmas present. And I, w- I did the pussy whipped thing. I went, Whoosh! you know, you remember how we used to all do that to each other? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> pussy whipped. And I went, Whoosh! and he's like, uh, no, it's called being a spouse. Like he was annoyed with me. And I was Ew. immediately humiliated because I sh- I, he, he was right to call me out on that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. thank him. I thank him for doing that Aww. because I remember that moment. I even remember what he was wearing and everything and i was like that's fucking real you know you don't watch yeah. your kids when you when you're a husband you're you don't you're not babysitting you're being a parent, you're, you're being a parent you know? amen amen and he yeah. kind of opened that my eyes on that and i was just like fuck yeah and i was humiliated because i was like oh my god how embarrassing you know but that was the last time i saw him but i just love him i adore him i, I look him up on social media every once in a while but he's not on it because he's smart <laughs> but, um, yeah he, he's like i think he's Damn like pretty him. high up in the forest service Good for him. Hell yeah. yeah. I remember years I, ago, years ago, he was, he was on Facebook for a moment and I had messaged him 
and he nothing happened between him and I. It's just like, you know, everybody, I moved away, moved north, and everybody kind of fell apart. But he yeah. saw my message and never even replied. And I was like, what? damn. Aww. I well, know. you know, Christine's a psycho. She always has been, so. <laughs> it was it was actually, like, right when he had gotten, no, right when Wait, he had he gotten with her. I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, with, I remember. I remember he was in pain over her for like five years during Aww. him his exact friendship, and he was like he was holding a light candle out for her. And, oh. You know, this is uh this is just bro talk, but apparently she didn't treat him amazingly, like he should have been. Well, oh my god, she could have just been like, I'm gonna teach you how to be a, a man because you're acting like a boy. You know, that could have been it too. You know. Oh yeah. My mom. Didn't so. Like it. I actually, I think I met, I actually met Dave, um, through my mom before I met him with Zach. Cause he was taking a class at the college or the huh? tech or something yeah. like that with my mom. And so he came over to study and I, she's like, this is Dave. My mom had the biggest crush on Dave. Oh my God. All, all moms I, did. Yeah. All moms did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I remembered meeting him and then I was so stoked that him and Zach were friends and we all just hung out all the time. I miss that. Good yeah, times I, for sure. It was, it was definitely good times. I will never forget uh, playing croquet. The The grass was overgrown and we were all <laughs> taking it on a Sunday. There was nothing to do because it's Richfield and it was Lex and Dave and Zach and me and Jake. <laughs> oh my God, and, Lex. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, we were playing croquet and Dave had a bunch of warm beer in his car. <laughs> He's like, it's warm. And I'm like, well, I'll get you some ice. So him and Lex drank beer with ice while we played oh. croquet in the longest grass of my life. In the trailer <laughs> park, right? No, just no, no, kidding. No, no. I, no <laughs> in my mom's house. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, it was just, like, one of the weirdest, laziest. Like, the fact that we were even hanging out at – my mom must have been out of town. I mean <laughs> – the fact that we were all hanging out and they were drinking beer on the front lawn she must not have been there yeah but i don't know that's awesome that just the weirdest most random things with the boys you know nostalgia is so good you guys it it really is um love it you know who was telling me that he loves you ryan corbett he said you were always very kind to him i love ryan he's a good dude for sure i told him you're coming on and he's like I love her. He's like, she's always just been like extra nice to me. She goes out of her way to like talk to me and stuff. He's like, that, that meant a lot. So Aww. you're making awesome. differences out there. I love it. Hi, Ryan. If you're listening, he is. <laughs> he's definitely listening. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, hey, Ryan, what's up? So, um, are you bi or are you straight? What's your story? on that? Oh my God, Bobby. <laughs> no, nothing's off limits. Bring it on. No, I'm I... just like, <clears throat> just saying all the questions that I have, but I'm like, I'm not going to ask that. I'm, <laughs> No, whatever. To diagnosing people as gay. No, she <laughs> she wants everyone That's to be okay. bi because she's bi too, and she I, she probably yeah, has a crush on you because everyone does. Yeah, I, I mean, that. why not? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. My child decided no, sorry. to it's join the conversation. Hey, I'm sure mine will bust in here at any moment as well. Are they well, are they doing school still, or what's up with that? Oh, I guess well, we're on spring break right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. I know. Yeah. Okay. I want a cookie too. <laughs> Actually, Kendra's not muting because she wants to hear the answer to your bisexual story. Yes. She wants to hear. <laughs> okay, so I have been. I love dick. I love men. Oh, I, love I would too. consider oh, myself my straight. However, I did actually just make out with a woman the other day, and I kind of liked it. I'm not gonna lie. 
but just like making up just like kissing it's this it's a friend of mine that i know who is a lesbian and she is absolutely stunningly beautiful and we were on the dance floor and things went there and i liked it and it was great but i still love penis you can touch mine not my penis i don't have one you can touch my <laughs> vagina i don't really want to touch somebody else's so that's, that's where i'm at with too. that <laughs> yeah, yeah. i am a pillow princess <laughs> i'm a pillow princess too um what's a pillow princess it just is like um obviously i'm a goddess so worship me oh yes i'm gonna lay here while you do that to me and then we're done (laughs) and then we're done thank you when i meet out with a girl i liked that her hair was very nice she had soft hair that's what i liked yeah i think so yeah that's nice about it it was just like i mean honestly the older i get to the more i'm like um people are attractive like i'm attracted to all my yeah people absolutely i I find beauty really in everybody no matter what (laughs) she's like no 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 i'm not on the spectrum i'm I'm not on the spectrum (laughs) i probably am but i'm not on the on the gay spectrum but i'm not i am but i I love everybody (laughs) here's what i'm saying i don't i don't have sex with a guy just based off physical right there has to be a connection there and i feel like you can have that connection with you can understand other people like could have that same connection doesn't mean you ever connect you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. like that's how that's how i meet like that's how i connect with my friends where it's like there's chemistry here here's what i want for the world it's for all of us to just realize that we're sexual beings and it's okay it doesn't matter i I love that i'm cool with that too i just don't think i would ever like want to date a girl like I think about it and I'm like maybe I should because I'd probably I first of all I'd have a girlfriend in 20 minutes and there are a lot of people <laughs> at your door <laughs> yeah a lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of Take badge at my door uh and then uh but like I I've thought I thought about it and I'm just like I, I don't know I, it's just not it's not it's not my style but I think all of my friends are attractive otherwise why would I be friends with them you know what I mean I, I'm attracted there to my friends go. yeah and it's not just a physical thing I love that. So. I agree very much on that. There has to be a yeah. connection for sure. Yeah, like yeah. I don't But know, also, I'm I'm a visual artist, and so that matters as well. <laughs> well, right, right, right. And like, I can recognize when a female is beautiful. Like, hello, I'm not stupid. Yeah. But like, I'm not like, oh yeah, I want to tap that. But not, everything's not sexual to me either. Like, I'm. Everything's not sexual to me. Just kidding. It totally is. <laughs> We're just waiting for you to work it through. She's like, she's like, it's fine. I'll wait. If it's not, I will make it so. Don't worry. And I'm not no, trying I... to convince you that you are gay no, because I'm not in line. I'm just saying, like, come on now. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm just, I know. I know what you're saying. But I think that's why I keep having this conversation is because when I was growing up, people wanted me to define what I am. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, I'm fucking straight because I was fucking straight. And, and I am straight. Uh, but it's like, now it's just like, why does it fucking matter? Yeah. That's my real question. Right. It totally does not. To the and people like, that so it matters to, those people don't matter. So fuck them. Right. And it's like, uh, what, I mean, I don't, I'm never, I feel like, and Mallory, you're probably on the same page with me on this. It's like, your friends turn into your lovers. It's not like, let's go on a, I'm going out for the sole purpose of finding a lover. Right. It's like, things progress. Mm-hmm. yes friends first that's that's why who i'm with now um we were friends for a couple years like we only met a couple years ago but we hit it off as friends instantly he's on the music scene and so we'd follow him to his shows he was a mutual friend of mclean and mine we have an outdoor 
an indoor outdoor space here at my house where we have musicians come over and hang out and yeah we're very big on the music stuff here so that's how we knew him he's an amazing musician he's a soloist um up and coming he's all i'm gonna be 38 in may i'm just gonna say (laughs) he's 25 (laughs) so get it girl Mm -hmm. all right (laughs) he knows what's good (laughs) i've heard your 40s are the best and i'm kind of excited here's the thing with 25 year olds that they eat ass okay (laughs) oh my god (laughs) gen z does do that yeah Actually, here's the thing with 45-year-olds. They eat ass, all right? Right, right. Everyone eats ass. Everyone. (laughs) I love it. So he's a guitarist then? Yeah, he's an amazing guitarist um, and singer. He's got the voice of a fucking angel, actually. He's in L.A. right now. Yeah, I do. I mean, I I do. McLean and I had kind of a band together. I started playing live music in the beginning of 2020. Right before the pandemic, and then after that, I just haven't ever done it again, except for here at the house, so. So what do you play? Do you sing, or what do you do? I, I am a singer, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I That's played. Kind of- I've tried. I played clarinet <laughs> in middle school. Nobody <laughs> wants to know that. Clarinet's dumb. I love you. <laughs> love um, you, clarinet players. Doesn't, uh, what's this show to play clarinet? Uh, fuck, now I can't think of his name. What is wrong with me? Every time we talk about a musician, I'm like, I can't remember their name. Uh, except for Trent. <laughs> except for Trent, yeah, no, he's always there. What's Trent. his name? He's a uh, okay. Just keep talking, and I'll I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's so that on that topic, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, into that. musicians. <laughs> yeah, they're the best Utah lovers, actually. Do I miss Utah? Um, yeah. I do not miss Utah. I miss I miss the people that I know from there that I still am in contact with. So I actually don't talk to much of anybody besides you and my brother and my dad mm-hmm. have a couple f- other friends here and there jeremy larson do you guys remember him he's my age uh, i don't think so you're you because no. kelly was in your grade right so it's like you kelly carla those are the only people i remember from oh grade. no they were actually a year older than me oh yeah so I kelly i think jeremy dated kelly for a while he dated um somebody else and had a kid with her in high school i can't remember what her name was she was a cheerleader too though wait is he the one that uh, she dated after Zach, and Zach wrote a rap about him. Oh, I think so. But she po- likes there's me more because she wrote it on that. my belly. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, is that Wait, story no. true? Does he have a tattoo? Zach? Yeah. Okay, I don't know because I've oh. never seen him. You know, this is okay. actually this is very this is, this has been a huge topic of debate, and he hates that I talk about it. So whatever, we're really pissing him off today. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you, Zach. I ha- it's a huge topic of debate, and he got so mad at me one day because, um, you know, you remember Katie. Katie Anderson's your age, right? She's a year younger than me, but I do remember oh, her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they dated for a minute, and she told I know. Me I was so fucking mad about that. Let's just put that in. That wasn't the time where I was like, but I like you, and she's her, and I'm me. What the fuck? Okay, anyway. Sorry, Katie Anderson. Sorry. Oh, no, yeah, but I, I, I remember it being like, I mean, I love Katie. I think she's hilarious, but I was like, this is kind of an interesting match. I remember thinking that. But uh, she told me that he has a tattoo on his chest. Uh, I have never 
seen him ch- ch- topless. I've never seen Zach topless in my whole life. Whoa, I haven't either. Isn't that weird? But that's yeah. way weirder for you than it is for me. So he's my brother, and like I don't, yeah. I don't remember Jake wearing a shirt in the house until he was like, you know, until he left. Like I, I didn't see Jake with a shirt on until we like moved out from each other. You know, so it was very weird. Zach never, so ever, ever. Funny. So one day I was at his house. And I was fucking with him. And I'm like, yeah, Zach. So uh, I was texting it. We had been texting about it for a couple weeks about his tattoo. And I'm like, I'm going to see it. Just get, get ready. For it. And I was at his house. We were just sitting at the table. And I'm like, I'm going to rip your shirt off. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God. He's like, you better not, Bobby. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. And I obviously was joking. And Zach had kicked my – he just does the wrist thing. And I'm down, you know. I and, yeah. uh, <laughs> So uh, – <laughs> I was like, I'm going to rip that off. I'm going to rip that off. He's finally like, stop. He's like, stop teasing me about it, Bobby. He's like, you're not going to rip my shirt off. Like, stop it. And he got like really upset about it. And I was like, you know, you can just end this if you show me your chest. (laughs) We could just end this. I wonder if he has like a shitty tattoo. I wonder what it is. But yeah, girls who have slept with him said that he does have a tattoo. Interesting. Yeah. I always, I'm like, please just, just show me. Come on. It's me. Just do it. Listen, if his own sister doesn't know the answer to that question, I don't think anyone's ever gonna learn. I never, yeah, <laughs> nope, nope. We're we're mysterious. We like to keto. <laughs> oh my gosh! Fuck's sake. I swear to God. So, are you gonna stay in Hawaii for a while or what? What's the story? Because uh, I think I am. Yeah. Said, yeah. There was a time when you said you were gonna move back to like Vegas, right? Um. There. So. Yeah, before all this stuff. Attempt to get away from McLean or what? What was the? the... No, that was we were gonna move together. So actually, at the end of 2019, I moved out. I left for a while. I lived in my car for a couple months. I lived at my mom's in Vegas Vegas for a month. And we saw each other. That's when we saw each other. Yeah. Yeah. And so hour-long conversation during our buffet time. I know. (laughs) Fuck. That is that is a regret. That's a regret of mine. And I think about it all the time. And I'm like, we need we need to redo my fucking treat, girl. We're going back to the $100 buffet. I'm paying for your shit, okay? <laughs> it's a date. It's not a lesbian date, but it's a I date. Honestly, I honestly okay. felt bad for you because I'm like, she's missing all these three rooms. I know. Luxurious food. <laughs> and there was a fucking time limit. I'm like, I paid a hundred. I will give you another hundred fucking dollars so I can stay in here longer. <laughs> a time I'm limit a- at a $100 buffet? Fuck off. <laughs> no, there was a three-hour three hour time limit. People would just live there. They have to. I, I mean, yeah, I guess so. And it was Can we packed. just extend it? it? Yeah. And that chick behind us who got a plate of everything just to take pictures and then she didn't eat anything. I and she didn't eat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just go take the plates from her. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. <laughs> First um, world things. Wow. Right. Um, so yeah. you were going to move to Vegas, but then you decided you're just going to stay in Hawaii. Yeah. So right? when I, when I came back, yeah. When I came back and McLean and I got back together, we were like, let's move and like start fresh. I'm very, I'm very nomadic myself. He's mm-hmm. the very opposite of that. He wants to like buy a house and settle down, but I'm not. That's why I don't own a home. I rent. I'm an eternal renter. But so we're like, okay, we're going to pack. I even started packing. Like we were going to do it. And then the pandemic hit. And then, so we were forced into like, instead of working on each other and having time, we were forced into like isolation basically because for a long time we had to stay in we had like a curfew and all this stuff so I think that was like the start of everything being crazy so we did have plans to leave the only reason we were going to Vegas is because it's the other place that we know well and we had family there and we thought of it kind of as a stepping stone while we figured out where we really wanted to be so for a while anyway 
So then that plan fell away, um, especially, you know, Vegas was crazy during the height of the pandemic. Like shit was, my mom's, um, my mom's a nurse. She's the physician's assistant there. Uh Um, and she just, the horror stories coming from her would just, and she works for the government. She works for the VA. So, or she did anyways. So things were scary. We ended up not wanting to move. I really like it here. I love it here. I know McLean's not super keen, so I think he'll probably be the one to leave if he does and probably come back to Utah. I don't know. But I'm good where I'm at for now, but especially while I'm kind of writing my book and gathering information, and it seems a little, probably a little funky since I'm writing a book about why you shouldn't live here and I'm living here at the time. Mm -hmm. But Hawaii has a place in my heart, and I care about it very much. And I do my best to do my part and stay small while I'm here, stay small in the way of taking and trying to be bigger and giving and things like that. So I can, I honestly think that there's no better person to write it because you were exactly what you don't want people to be when you were a child with your house in in Maui. Correct. Yeah. Where it was like, this was like, you know, this is where I come to bum around and hang out and blah, 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 blah. blah. And like your parents were rich. So of course you had, I mean, whatever. Of course you had a house, you know, yeah, and I and didn't get saying, to... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Now you're saying, like, and you were doing, like, the tourist shit. Now you're doing, like, the actual local shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I didn't get to... Although I say, like, I grew up spending so much time mm-hmm. in Maui and loving it, but I didn't dip into the culture at all because, let's be real, my dad's pretty racist. He's pretty, like, I'm the middle-aged, super conservative white guy coming here to buy a home and this is what we come and do and yeah doing all the touristy things and not ever not ever dipping into the culture or caring enough to teach us anything and so I had to do all that on my own and I've done it's very important to me to understand I mean Hawaiian isn't really it's called olelo like the Hawaiian language it's not really spoken here amongst Mm -hmm. unless that's unless that's your culture and that's where you are but it's important for me to understand how to like pronounce and enunciate and learning to read the words and trying to use, I don't know, just being in the culture in an appropriate way and paying homage to it as best as I can. So I really like that. No, and I think that's, I think that's actually like what I'm loving the most about the world right now is people who are like, hey, I was one way, I saw the light and then I'm changing my ways because honestly with me, and I've been able to see it for so long because I left a church at such, such a young age to see the process of people seeing the light sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think you have to be kind of like on the shitty end of the spectrum to fully understand how to get through to people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's no like, fault of, it's no fault no, of you for being in not. it. And then yeah. like props to people who see it. And it's awesome to see that too. Like with McLean's family leaving the church, like to witness that it's such a beautiful mm-hmm. thing, you know? Well, and like once, once you have like and that's and that's kind of how the church sells it right like once you've been given the information if you deny it that's on you and it's like but like in in the truth reality is it's like once you've been there and then you you're writing this book and i'm sure that it's going to be great because again perspective like it's like when uh city democrats try to tell country republicans how they should live their lives mm-hmm. and oh, they wow. have no <laughs> idea how to like yeah and, and and the city democrats might be more on the right track than the rural Republicans, okay? But they have no idea how to speak to these rural Republicans. Like, this is why I should run for office. Right, there's I'm, no understanding because there's yeah. no, like, bridge. There's, yeah, there's no right. there's no intersecting roads ever there. So it's like, yeah, I think it's great 
to be like and like i've straight up had my like city friends down talk about people and i'm like you don't know what the fuck you're like you aren't doing any good right now shut mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. like you don't you know and so like i think it's good you have to become from a certain place to understand how to get through to people so i i applaud your efforts good job girl yeah i'm coming from like, thank you i'm just being very made very aware of like how unethical a lot of tourism is and like what is the line because you do have to support the people but what are you taking back and what are you destroying in the process and so i think it's a very good conversation to have and like as people who are trying to learn and grow i like that the conversation that you're having is like from both views both you know it's it's important to have that conversation so i'm excited for your book thank you thank you so much and sorry that I have like not been in the conversation very much because every five minutes I'm like be quiet and go over there and now she's just like oh my god yelling I know. at me from the bathroom it's I'm sorry <laughs> it's okay um, I was there once I remember <laughs> twice actually <laughs> my boss just texted me and said we're closing the restaurant down tonight because so many people called out hell yeah I have t- I have like ten I have two dollars hell no <laughs> i have two dollars and i pay my cell phone bill it's gonna whatever bobby come You're over like will you dinner. take two dollars payment for now well i told him no i did a promise to pay for today and i was like okay at the end of my shift i can deposit this money and then pay my cell phone bill so i probably won't have service tomorrow it's fine Lame. um whatever dude we're all struggling right now like straight up it's i called so my grandma true. I called my grandma because my car is in her name. And all I had, my car rate was $350, which isn't that much. But I called her and I was like, Grandma, all I got is 200 bucks. I'm like, my main job is going to kick back in uh, this in, in April. I'm like, but I, sh- I can't. She's like, ha- she's like, everyone's struggling. She's like, I totally get it. And I'm like, okay, cool. And she's never like that. So, wow. Mm. Like, the fact that every, like, everyone her. right now is struggling, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's how's true. How's the photography business, though? Is it picking up back up? Um, honestly, not really. So I've been shadow banned from Instagram for overusing a hashtag. Are you, <laughs> so, are you serious? Yeah, so it's been a little funky and like, honestly, I'm making my way. So I make jewelry too. I make clay, yeah. clay art jewelry. So that's kind of been my main, I'm doing some markets and some online sales and things like that. But yeah, between... For, for those of you who follow me, she made the upside down chunky crosses that I wear on yeah. Halloween and stuff. Chee! I know, I need to send you some more to wear. <laughs> Yeah, so um, just trying to trying to like make my way. To be honest, like when I am doing, I am still working, but it's just not as much as it was before. Because I'm 100% Instagram based. That's how people get in touch with me, and um, and yeah, and between McLean just not stepping up and paying child support, let's just put that out there in right. public ear. Because <laughs> then maybe he will. I'm doing this shit all on my own, but it's fine. It's all good. Yeah. I got this. I'm not super yeah. into dudes who don't pay child support. Yeah. Like, there's really Didn't see any- that one coming. <laughs> it, I feel like no one ever really yeah. does. And I also am tired of men explaining to me why they're not paying child support. I know. I'm like, like, literally, there are no words. So well, my, <laughs> there's no words you, you know, can say. Well, and I was, my parents, you know, your parents got divorced. My parents got divorced. Like, my dad would hold child support against us. Like, when he was mad at my mom, he just wouldn't pay. Or Yeah, my God. Or, like, if I needed something, he'd be like, I pay child support. Talk to your mother. And it's like, Whoa. Dad, I, mm-hmm. I need stuff outside of normal care, you know? Right. So, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's, like, it's I don't like, see how they draw that line. Like, you're not giving me Mallory. You're not paying Mallory. Like, you are 
giving me money to take care of your children that are underage. You can't just hand them some cash. Like I'm taking care of and trying to pay for the roof over their heads. And I don't know. I'm sure everybody can just know rent in Hawaii is ridiculous. Like I'm in a spot here where we've been in this spot in this house for over four years renting. So like, I'm very blessed to have my rent kind of locked in where it was at four years ago. Thank God. Cause Otherwise, we'd be living in a fucking tent. <laughs> Bobby, when you come, I'll buy a bigger tent so you can have your own room. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, baby. I appreciate yes. you. No, you everyone's bet. Like, when everyone is like, uh, how are you affording to move to Hawaii? And I'm like, uh, I'm moving with someone. <laughs> I'm moving in with someone. Yeah, serious. <laughs> like, seriously. I couldn't afford that rent. It's <laughs> the only way. <laughs> so wait, have you had to give up milk then? Oh, yeah, you know, we actually, we don't drink milk here. But, yeah, milk is, like, six or seven bucks a gallon for sure. Just, like, gas. Gas Wait, is, you're not like, a milk? You're no, not a milk I haven't drank. No, nope. I'm an oat milk were you, person. Were you when you lived in Richfield? Yeah. You know, I used, my whole life until maybe nine, ten years ago was every night with dinner, I would have a freezer, a freezer glass and pull <laughs> it out and fill it full person. of milk. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw a video on YouTube and I was like fuck milk and from that day forward my son likes milk but I don't buy it I buy it for macaroni and that's it because ma- plant-based macaroni or plant-based milk macaroni just is not it's not good oh, let's just be real that's, that's real well, I don't want know, vanilla tra- coconut macaroni tra- just kidding <laughs> I'm, a I'm just kidding chef, so that the milk yeah. and the butter it's it's all for me but also I don't oh, like fucking the dairy love butter. I love butter oh my god you want to know what it's so funny that you uh put your cup in the freezer because Zach does that too and he started doing his bowl and his spoon for cereal oh my god I love that (laughs) hell yeah nothing like once milk gets below that a certain certain temperature temperature. yeah it's just no more like (laughs) yep (laughs) this tastes like exactly what it is and I don't like it (laughs) yeah but like my mom used to tell me she used to wax on poetically about like uh raw milk with the cream curtain cream chunks on the top and she just drank it and i'm just like she's like yeah you can like chew into it into the cream chunks i'm like yeah um i'm just gonna have to be a big fuck off carol for that one because that's disgusting i don't like it it's carolyn carolyn oh my god wait she used to go by carol didn't she no or has she not ever no i feel like i distinctly remember that's probably one of the reasons why she'll like you is because you never called her by the right name fuck fuck Oh, no, but whatever. Damn. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry okay. about it. Um, I don't feel what, special then. <laughs> well, you are special, but whatever. Not for that reason. But um, <laughs> one, of her, one of her, like, childhood friends used to call her Carol. And my mom, I remember her going, I don't think she knows my name. And she told her, she goes, you know my name's Carolyn, right? She's like, yeah, but I'm shortening it because you're my friend. That's your nickname. <laughs> oh, like, my God. I felt so bad for my mom at that point because I'm like, she's she's never accepted anyone's love, I don't think. Damn. That's her problem. That's I mean, a that's sad life. Yeah. And she's yeah, but like she's uh, suspicious of people's love, and I don't want to be like that. That's why I struggle with this freaking being the baby of the family. No. I don't want to be my mother. <coughs> um. So let's uh let's let's just promote the hell out of you right now. So we're we're getting towards the end. Let's talk about what what amps your ass up. What how can people get a hold of you? What should they do when they go to to Kauai? All right. You're awesome. I love it. (laughs) What amps me up? Let's see. I love meeting people. I love hearing people's stories. 
a big part of like for my business, a big part of my process is getting to know my clients before I actually meet them. So we either sometimes we do a FaceTime or a Zoom or I always send out a questionnaire. So like I want to know everything from how did you meet your partner? Mm-hmm. What's your zodiac sign? Mm-hmm. Like everything. <laughs> What's your favorite mm-hmm. fucking food? Mm-hmm. Everything. Do you smoke weed? That's on there too. <laughs> Sometimes is, I get is tips. There, What's your favorite band too? Yes. I would say, what's your me, favorite music or band or artist? With, yes. With me, I like to know when people are born, the year they were born, just so I can identify what they were listening, like what was playing around them when they were being raised. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, that's it helps beautiful. Me identify with them. Yeah. yeah. So like when people, when older that. chicks, they're like, I'm not going to tell you how old I am. I'm like, please, it'll just help me understand you more. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. People are like, stop being offended by that question, how old you yeah. are. It doesn't matter. It really I'm just, just doesn't even you. matter. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah, so that's that's why I love doing what I do and it is a part of my process in shooting as well, like how we vibe off of each other and um, not that I'm going to judge you by your answers, but I want to know, I'm, it's me gathering information so that when we meet up, I know a little bit of who you are so I can create an experience for you. I'm not just taking everybody to the same place and just taking a photo of you. It's like, right. you know, you have it's a like connection to water. Right? So yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what, what do you prefer to do? Do you prefer, uh, so you do boudoirs, uh, maternities and weddings and elopements, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's your, so, do you, do, you do family photos too, right? I do here and there. I don't, I don't post them as often only because yeah. it's not, it's not it's my not favorite, not in a bad way. It's just not, yeah, it's not my vibe. I don't find it. Well, your thing's more romance. I feel like there's even romance in your, uh, maternity. Like, yeah. It's like, there's like, there's some sort of like sex was involved in the making of this beautiful child sort of thing. You know what I mean? There you go. There's a weird, like unapologetic, not weird, creepy sexiness to, it's not like a, my stomach's painted like a pumpkin. Oh, (laughs) let's do our heart hands. Yeah. No, 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 no. I love intimacy, whether that's like self intimacy, intimacy with intimacy with your partner, self love, all that kind of stuff plays huge into what I do. So I'm big on building confidence in women, especially I started out my career in women's portraiture. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's where I love, that's what I love to do. Um, so yeah, it's remembering like who you are inside, especially, so pregnancy is probably my very favorite because it's a time in a woman's life, whether it's your first pregnancy or your third pregnancy where you're changing, you're evolving, you're, you're growing a life Mm -hmm. and it affects Mm -hmm. you. So I'm trying to make you kind of connect with still who you are and remember that you still are the foundation of you, even though you're sharing yourself with another body at that time. And, um, Does just self-love is super you important both, to me. You, both you girls, when you were pregnant, did you feel like your body was no longer yours? It's a complicated topic. <laughs> yeah, no, at times for sure. Especially the times when you don't feel as great, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, it's, yeah, like she said, complicated. It's hard to broach the subject with just, like, a sentence or two, for sure, but it's... Well, then say more than two yeah. sentences. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, duh. I don't know. No, I mean, I just, I don't even necessarily mean it as a bad thing, because obviously your body becomes a shared space. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also and, your life becomes a shared space as well. Like it's oh, never separate okay. anymore. And, like, even if you do want to grow yourself it always has to be around this other entire person yeah 
And once they start getting older and like coming into their own, like it's, you are essentially living with a roommate. They have their own thoughts and their own feelings and their own goals and things like that. And so it's like from the moment you feel them in your tummy and you know that they're there, mm -hmm. you are sharing everything forever. Even when they don't live with you anymore, like you will be yeah. sharing a part of yourself with that yeah. person. And da dads don't feel that, right? You know, I don't, not in my experience. My sure doesn't. Even if Spence is a very, like, involved person, because, so he, we started the pandemic when Halo was two, turning two, and so he's really gotten to see a foundational of, the foundation of the person that my kid is. It still is, there's some kind of disconnect, you know, that, I mean, like, she's going to have a special relationship with her dad, it's going to be unique and whatever, but, like. It just is different and it i think that's how it is naturally yeah absolutely absolutely what do you what do you as mothers think uh fathers can do to try to like get that connection just become more hands-on or what because i've heard i've heard dads say that it's harder for them to connect and the moms obviously you have that nine months of connecting yeah i mean that's that's a tough one honestly i feel like Me, just go ahead yeah okay. For me, I just think I like, like <laughs> we did. I love you. I love you. Okay, kids okay. are go. Yes. <laughs> Valerie needs to. I can tell Mal needs to collect her thoughts a bit. A bit. So Kendra, you go. Okay. For me, in this moment, I have a four-year-old, and I feel like in order for her father to connect with her on a more uh, genuine level would be to not just spend time beside her, but spend time doing doing anything that she wants to do. Because right now they spend time, but it's, mo it's, it's my husband's a Virgo. He's He kind of has this controlled perfectionist, wants everything to be the way he wants it. And if he would just let go of that control and let, let go of that anxiety and just kind of like play how she wants him to play, it would really help the connection part. Okay, so if he wasn't, like, set in his ways, sort mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. if he just was, like, more girl with the flow. I honestly feel like I was like that as, like, uh, an auntie and a pseudo-auntie until I started smoking weed. And now I'm like, you want to go outside and slide down the hill? Let's do it! Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he needs that. to be more high around the children. Um, <laughs> I awesome. was going to... What, what's, your, what's your thought, Mal? So I feel like maybe when my kids were younger... Um, I feel like, I feel like McLean himself did a lot of hands-on stuff and was a really great dad to babies for sure, for sure. Um, as time has gone on, he's just really not great at parenting, period. I feel like conversations with the kids at the ages that they are now, my kids, mm -hmm. I feel like sitting down without distractions and having conversations and asking questions and just listening whether you know everybody's entitled to feel what they feel and should be able to say what they want to say and so just sitting and listening that's something I've had to learn too like since I've been a single parent things have changed so much it's because it's who I am and I wasn't trying to split myself between being what he was or what he wanted me to be and being who I am so now I'm like talking and communication is so important and not having not being on your phone and not having someone doing something else just 
listening and interacting is super important. Even if you don't get what they're talking about, like try. I think that's totally for teenagers, especially nail on the head. Like they get to a certain point. Like I think even like it starts like seven or eight because Jake's oldest Al, um, he's eight and we sit and shoot the shit about stuff. And I think the struggle with parenting, just from my observation, because I'm not a parent, I have no idea how hard it is, because I know it's fucking hard, and I have it easy being like the person who drops in and I'm just like, let's have an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, I I think that there is a struggle there where you're like, I don't want to fuck them up like my parents did. I want to be cool. I want to be so. I don't want to go too hard on them. I don't want to be someone they go. They go. I want to be someone they go to all the time. And there's like that that it's like uncharted land <laughs> your pilgrims and unholy land like you're damned if you do and you damned you're damned if you don't you know i feel like as a parent yeah yeah so like when i come in like but i notice that too because like i live with lisa and her kids and she wants them to you know not fuck up their life you know <laughs> like isn't that your main goal as a parent for your kids not to fuck up their life 100 but, uh, yes and uh i was talking to Ammon, and um he and i have conversations and sometimes i'm 100 percent on his side and sometimes i'm not and he told me he was telling me about how he was razzing a substitute teacher and i was like i'm like why were you doing that <laughs> and he's like it was just funny and i'm like well i mean how would you feel if someone did that and because like i could tell lisa was pissed and she thought that i was just gonna be like oh that's hilarious but i was just like no dude like she's a human mm-hmm. being and you treat her like and he was just like oh you know what you're right i'm like yeah don't let people be like that the next time shut it down and he's like all right cool but like i don't know how i would respond if i, I didn't if i had to deal with them all day long like i don't know how i would deal, do with it you know that's why we need more auntie bobbies around here mm-hmm. <laughs> love it <laughs> love it Al wants to become an author because I told him I told him like years ago that I wanted to be a writer. I'm like, I want to write. I love to write. And he's like, I'm going to be a world famous author. <laughs> cute. Like, Hell yeah. So cute. Especially because Jake's like a pilot. I thought that Al, I'm like, I, I've always poetic. said, yeah, I, I'm like, Al's not going to die on this planet. I've always said that. I always thought he was going to be an astronaut. Like he's half Russian, half pilot. Like, hello. <laughs> no other turnout. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to be a great writer. I was like, shit, Jake's pissed. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Amazing. Ammon Hell actually yeah. said that to Lisa. Ammon, that's Lisa's oldest. She's like, you gotta get your grades. He's like, I'll just become a bartender like Bob. And I'm like, oh, Fuck, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Love it. So Can't your kids are cool. like that preteen era, right, Mal? Yeah, yeah. So middle school. I've heard that that was like yeah. the hardest. Uh, age because they have their own interests and they're it's like light years away from anything you've ever done like oh totally oh my god it's hard to so talk about minecraft like, what are you talking about <laughs> but i'm exactly I'm here. <laughs> yeah so colin's going to colin will be a freshman so he's i can't, I can't fucking believe it. we're so old i know i can't believe we it. are so old i can't believe it so i know old. it's wild <laughs> and people that we went to school with that had babies in high school i'm like some people's kids are like 21 yeah right now I'm like yeah. I thought I was 21 until this morning actually no, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? when I until opened my feet talking... there's a baby announcement for a yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so yeah it's pretty wild to I'm glad I have people to learn from so between between the span of my almost 11 year old my 14 year old and then my cute little 25 year old boyfriend <laughs> i'm getting <laughs> i'm like how do i put this nicely it, girl. Um, i know right so i'm like hitting 
we're all teaching each other things, you know, Mm -hmm. like everybody's from a different era and we're all Mm -hmm. like this cool, well-oiled machine when it comes to sharing knowledge and keeping me hip, which, yeah, I say hip. Okay. That's That's how you know how old I am. Yes. (laughs) So pretty funny. That's awesome. No, I, I think that's crazy, too, because the shit that they're into, you're like, what the fuck? But then I was like, pogs. I just come back to pogs. Pogs, <laughs> hell yeah. Dude, I was one of the first people to bring pogs back to Richfield back in the early oh, 90s. Oh, shit. Well, Pavant Elementary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pavant, Pivot, Pivot. Oh, Yep. Oh, so you're there a rich you kid at Pavant. Or had they separated by then? They had separated. No, right? yeah. So I went to Pavant um, from kindergarten through fifth grade and so when i went into fourth grade is when they combined the ashman and pavant so you're with all the ruffians so. all the poor kids came yeah yep okay there were two okay they were literally like two miles away from each other it was yes. ridiculous yeah yeah, yeah. so pavant and ashman town. yeah so ashman was like the poor kids and the farmers and pavant was like the mckiff kids what and the, what the yeah segregation yeah literally kendra mckiff the neighborhood i lived in was surrounded by a fucking moat a canal okay i know it is it's like i love it why is it called mckiff who's it like because the the mckiff family yeah Yeah. do you know there was a big house on the road that ran at the back that ran parallel to the freeway there was a house that had a huge fucking fountain and statue in that yard i think somebody that we know lived there yeah I feel yeah, like yeah, someone yeah. did too. I mean, I was friends with like pretty much everyone at McKiff. I mean, except for a few Jorgensons. Same. But yeah, it was a totally different like McKiff. Like, first of all, they well, there was like a man-made hill you had to go over to get into it. Yeah. And there was the fucking moat. Yeah, you're right. That's oh so my funny. god. So, so funny. yeah, back in the day. Uh, the poor kids and the farm kids went to Ashman and the rich kids went to Pavant. And then when, um, I think Zach was about, I think Zach went, Zach didn't go to Pavant. So it was like right after Zach was out of fifth yeah. grade, they, sec- they integrated it. Wow. But don't you remember the pink building? In, uh, yes. <laughs> like, I do. Everyone totally knows do. about the pink building, but they tore it down and their solution because they oh, lost three, three stories of classrooms was to yeah. make Pavant the older elementary and ashman the younger one so interesting. interesting so there's a little history of richfield wow yeah <laughs> it's, funny I how, know. <laughs> it's funny how we had segregation but they're just it was just white it was just by right. classism yeah <laughs> <laughs> they oh, will separate richfield. us people no matter what <laughs> no matter what get the job done all right mel i think we're at the two hour mark do you have anything you want awesome. to, else you want to add ken um, it's just been really great. I'm sorry about my kid, but I think I would love to have more conversations because like when your book comes out or when you finish your book, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that'd be awesome to have you back and just chat with you about some more things. That'd be cool. We'd love to get an exclusive. Well, I would love that. <laughs> Thank absolutely. All yours, ladies. <laughs> and honestly, guys, um, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen Mal's stuff. I post her oh, stuff. Yeah. She's, she's a dream. Like I, she makes me want to get married. She makes me want to have babies. Uh, even if I elope, I will spend money to have her come be my photographer. Do you want to be that her good. or do you want to be with her? That's the question. You do you want to be with me or do you want to wear my skin? Which one? Yeah, yeah. Can it be, can <laughs> it be both, you. guys? <laughs> you totally can. <laughs> no, no, no. I yes, just, I, I I've you. always... I've always loved you, and I've, I've said this before. I, I appreciate the fact that my siblings had friends who treated me like 
more or less an equal and not like an annoying nuisance so i appreciate you for doing that as a youngster and as we got older i'm glad we have a friendship so no me too girl yes check out Absolutely. mal's stuff tell brad we said hey i will i'm sending him i'm gonna send you his address actually so you can just like drop in, pop in. <laughs> that would be amazing I should, I should just go lay on his grass and wait till wait for me notice like hours just like pop read a book, pop open <laughs> he would love it he would love it i know he it. would die he would totally die somebody yeah, better okay. be filming it okay uh, like, thank you so fuck? much for having me you guys it means okay, the world well, to me i had a great time we end this how the Mormons end their prayers. So if you want to say amen with us, feel free. So thank you again, Mallory. Mallory Franks Photography on Instagram. Uh, we say these things. In the name of Jesus Christ. It's all together. Amen. <laughs> okay, hold on for a second, Mal. Can we do that again? Just do it again. We, <laughs> we say these things. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. amen. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving them both. We know it. <laughs> Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.